0: So, Berto, do you know who Harvey Weinstein is? Oh, yeah. So, I thought we would talk about him today and sexual harassment and sexual assaults. That and is the hot topic of the month or year. This is the Psychology in Seattle
1: podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kirk Honda. I'm a therapist and a professor. Who are you, Umberto? My name is Umberto Castaneda, and I guide people to Mount Rainier.
0: So Harvey Weinstein, this episode is going to be a little epic. I have quite a bit of notes here on a a lot of things. We're not going to just talk about Weinstein. We're going to talk about other people. And I'm going to include a couple patron emails that are very relevant to this. I'm going to have one at the end that is quite a shocker. So, So for decades, in case you're under a rock or this is 20 years from now, Harvey Weinstein has been harassing and raping women without any significant consequence over the past, you know, 20 plus years, 30 years or something. It's incredible. And recently, we're now in November 2017, many women have come forward in the last couple months and reported that he sexually harassed them, sexually assaulted them, or even raped them. Right. So... Let's let's just give a little background on Weinstein because uh, I was peripherally aware of who he was, but I'm guessing a lot of listeners don't know about him and his career. So what right. do you know about Weinstein, bro?
1: Yeah, I had heard the name Weinstein for years, uh, mostly in connection with movies I actually really liked. Um, and I always thought of the Weinstein brothers as sort of rebels, like they were sort of bucking the usual – studio system and trying some risky bets on risky projects. And so I always thought like, Oh, those guys are cool, man. And then, uh, when I watched entourage, they had sort of a Harvey Weinstein, like they had this Harvey, um, but it wasn't Weinstein. It was a different last name. And, uh, and in, in the show, he was very mercurial and very like, he would yell and get very upset too. But you know, he wasn't sexually harassing anyone in the show. Um, and so I, I, thats what I knew. You know, I'm like, oh, these these guys, these brothers have been in the industry forever. I like almost every—well, not a, tons of movies that they put out—and I, I had this impression that they were cool because they took chances with projects that might not have gotten green lit otherwise.
0: Right. Harvey Weinstein and his brother Bob Weinstein co-founded Miramax in 1979, and as you're pointing out, many but. Bo- will say that Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein had a talent for spotting good, good scripts with good and good directors and good actors right. and actresses, even though they weren't famous yet, right? Right. And he did take a lot of chances with a lot of movies and was extremely successful, even though he took a lot of chances. Yeah. His movies have earned how many Oscar
1: nominations? Oh, think? yikes. I... Of 20 300 <laughs> three i mean i was gonna say 100 so i obviously lowballed it but 300?
0: 300 300
1: 300 oscar nomination. that is incredible and
0: some of those are him because the producer is the one if it's best movie yeah right you know can you think of any and that's just oscar that's not that's not golden globe yeah, all the other awards yeah can you think of any other famous producers other than the Weinsteins,
1: just off the top of your head? Producers? Uh, yeah. What's Kathleen Kennedy? Yeah. And uh, I mean, Spielberg is a producer on a ton of stuff. And, yeah. Uh, uh, producers. Well, nowadays, like Mark Wahlberg is a famous producer. George Clooney is a famous producer. Yeah, but, but not to that extent. Not, yeah. Not they've, for they've produced to a handful of movies,
0: sure. yeah. but famous just for being right. a producer. C- right. Kennedy. Spielberg, yes. But he's also a director. But he's, well, you would know him anyway. Yeah, yeah. Right, so my point is, is like... There's not a lot of famous household names. Right. Producers. Harvey Weinstein is one of them. Yeah. At the Oscars, who is thanked the most? So they they did an analysis since 1966.
1: I'd like to thank, and of course, Harvey Weinstein. Thank you. Right, so who's
0: been the most thanked person or entity in, in...
1: well, no. Okay, <laughs> who has been uh, in the Oscars? Who would be? I mean, it'd be oh, man, Some, someone similar to Weinstein. Someone similar, like an agent, maybe. No, no, you wouldn't think an agent that. that but it's much. a name I know. Like, yeah. Oh,
0: jeez. In fact, we we've already said his name. Oh, okay. So Spielberger. Right? Yeah. Okay. So Spielberg is number one, and Weinstein's number two. Really? Guess who number three is? Um.
1: Who would be number three? Uh, this one I would classify as an entity. As an entity. Oh, so uh, one of the studios. No, God. Oh, okay. God. These are trick questions. Okay. So, Silver, so, Weinstein, God. So they're think above God. <laughs> right, right. You got James Cameron,
0: Peter Jackson, and George Lucas. Wow. He, can you think of some of the movies that Weinstein has produced or executive produced? Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. What else? Um, the.
1: I think was it in Fight Club. I don't think so. Okay, well there there was uh, one with um it's oh har- seven. Yep, seven. Yeah, uh, it's hard to remember. It's hard to remember the
0: producer. You know, you, you yeah. You right. think
1: director, right? But, but I'm thinking like Miramax,
0: right? Like yeah.
1: But I I don't. I know that I, a ton of them. When I was looking at the list, I'm like, oh yeah, love that one. Yep, love that one. Right.
0: It, it, and it, and it's it it. It's a it's sort of a section of film that doesn't get enough credit because yeah. producers sometimes have a tremendous amount of uh, – a,
1: a, a, a lot of the success depends on the producer. Because they assemble the team. They assemble the pieces. They make it work. They clear roadblocks. Right. Yeah. And they might
0: even be involved in script uh, choices yeah. and uh, editing choices and marketing choices and – and uh, casting choices, you know, so, yeah. so producers are not off, uh, you know, it's hard to know exactly on each right. movie ha- who's, has a pretty Jones know. diary. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, so reservoir dogs, true romance, pulp, pulp fiction, the English patient scream, Jackie Brown, goodwill hunting, Shakespeare in love, cider house rules, shock a lot. The, the Lord of the Rings movies, Gangs of New York, Chicago, Kill Bill, The Aviator, Sin City, and Glorious Bastards, The King's Speech, The Artist, Civil, Silver Linings Playbook, Django Unchained, Sing Street, which was recent, and Lion. I haven't and, heard of any of those. Yeah, and that's just probably like twenty percent of yeah. the movies that that they've. That those are just
1: the highlights. Of. What an insane amount of money they've. Generated. So so,
0: <laughs> so Weinstein Harvey Weinstein was either the producer executive producer on those movies and many others. Okay. So that's the background. Several women have accused Weinstein of of rape. And so I just want to start with with that. And trigger okay. alert to people: I'm not going to be talking super in detail, but there's going to be a couple stories that I'm going to tell that are in the media that some of these women have come forward, and, right. and so and I'm going to. It's not going to get super graphic, but it, it, there's going to be some talk about it. So you should know.
1: By the way, I. Uh, all these stories that have been coming out have broadened my understanding of the word rape yeah because I sort of I used to think that rape was like intercourse yeah like you know you, you have to have forceful intercourse and I thought other things were like uh, harassment or bothersome uh, <laughs> well no I mean certainly illegal and, and everything but I just I was I, I was just not aware of of what rape actually meant I thought it was literally well. A, a, a thing went into a hole well, not even a thing, a penis. It, no because it could be like a broomstick could be a, a rape. you could uh, rape someone with a broomstick. Uh, but I had but I, I just assumed that it had to be like a, 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 a an actual well are you talking about
0: the legal definition?
1: Yeah, I was thinking that that's what a, what, what a rape was.
0: I don't I actually don't know the, okay. the legal definition <clears throat> so but but in in my circle, the word rape has many different definitions. I see. It's you might consider it a uh, the the upper end of the spectrum of severity regarding sexual assaults. Yeah, but you know, there's no real working definition. You know, right? Um, that's why a lot of people don't use the word rape; they'll use the word sexual, sexual assault. Assault, yeah, because that's yeah. more kind of intuitive in terms of what it means so i'm just gonna I'm just gonna name the names P- part of the reason why how I set up this episode as we move forward is based on the sheer volume mm-hmm. of not only harvey weinstein's victims but also the sheer volume involved in our society yeah. Yeah. particularly among these high profile cases which right. are just the tip of the tip of the iceberg I mean think about all the other people someone who works at microsoft who's who's like sexually harassing all these people like he's
1: not going to get uh, outs- right outed and, and at the same time something that i've thought about in these days is that there must be a lot more good guys than bad guys yeah and, and now i'm not saying uh, I, I am aware that in most professional realms even quote unquote good guys do sort of uh sexist behavior you know uh maybe without knowing that they're being sexist or whatever. I'm we're, actually, all, we're all unknowingly sexist. Right. But I'm actually talking about, like, Weinstein seems like an aberration even among his peers. And even among guys that traditionally you think of as, like, maybe womanizers or something. Yeah. Like, even they're like, what the f-, you know? It's well, crazy. I don't know how they're reacting, but— but, I just mean yeah. their public reactions.
0: Yeah, I mean the the typical stories that we hear are things like the Donald Trump stories, where yeah. he walks into the the pageant right. changing room, he g- grabs someone, blah blah blah, he pushes a woman up against the wall and tries to kiss her, and she uh, w- yeah. wiggles away. Weinstein is. A serial rapist. Yeah, he he's he is one of he's he's just shy of murdering people. Do you know what I mean? He he's on the level of of Bill Cosby. You know what I mean? Like these two guys are. Is he? Yeah. So okay. Weinstein. Yeah. Yeah. So let me tell you. So N- Natasha uh, Malta Malta in two thousand eight Weinstein barged into her t- into her hotel room and raped her. So the the people who aren't famous are the are the bigger cases. Yeah. Because you're hearing like other cases like where he really is trying to be very forceful and sure, the, and the sure. woman gets away. Well, in this instance, Weinstein just barged into her hotel room and proceeded to overpower her and rape her in the classic sense of rape. That's crazy. Uh, Lizette Anthony in the 1980s raped her in her home. Dominique Hewitt... Weinstein invited her to his hotel room to talk about her career, which is a common MO that you'll, you'll remember. So anyway, uh, Weinstein invited her into his hotel room to talk about her career. He pressured her into giving him a massage. Weinstein removed force, uh, forcibly uh, took off her clothes and performed oral sex on her. Then he masturbated in front of her. Asia Argento in 1997. Paz de la Huerta in 2010. Hope Exine uh, more in the 1970s, Mimi Haleyi in—I'm sure I'm not pronouncing right. this right—2006, Lucia Evans. Uh, th- this story I want to because she she's come forward and really told a full story, and so this is one of those detailed stories. And the reason why I that I, I debated whether or not I wanted to read these kind of details because there's a part of it that's this sort of voyeuristic and almost like penthouse for sure, yeah. in some ways. and But I I wrote it in such – I summarized it in such a way that I think do people
1: need to know what this means. Because when you when you right. hear about, oh, he raped someone, it's like, well, well uh, what does that mean exactly? Just, just to the point, uh, I, I obviously hadn't heard enough of the details because in my mind, he had done – which, of course, is already horrible, but he had done things like like, look at my penis, touch it – and whereas I was thinking, well, Bill Cosby like drugged and fully raped, but everything you're describing right now is like, oh no, he broke in, bro- raped, etc. Like he's he's just as bad, right? And uh, my my point earlier was that what's interesting is uh, maybe it'll come out, but I haven't heard anything about his brother. Right? Like, there haven't been any accusations about his brother. Right. There's not any accusation about George Lucas or Steven Spielberg or no. all these. So. It's not just that, oh, you get powerful, all of a sudden you start raping people. No. (laughs) no. These people, there's something aberrant about them.
0: Well, yes. There's, I mean, we can speculate about that later maybe, or maybe we should do that now. Uh, We should also point out that women sexually assault and rape and abuse and use their power. Uh, It's just much more of a man behavior on average. But women certainly do it too. not only to men, but also to women. So that should be acknowledged. Although every story I'm going to tell you that is in the news is, is about men, uh, who are the abusers. Uh, yeah, there
1: was the Mariah Carey stuff that just came out, but right. But, but that's, but, but like I was just listening to a interview with, I forget the guy's name, but he, did you ever watch the walking dead show? Yeah. Uh, remember he was in season one. He was the guy that, that is sleeping with, uh, yeah, the, the wife, the main wife. Um, and he always plays a bag and everything. Right. And then he was in that movie Cry Baby or Baby Driver, I mean. Yeah. Baby Driver. He a a bag in that. Okay. So he was talking about how when he was on set with Kevin Spacey, he idolized Kevin Spacey growing up because he had seen him in this play and he was just like, he idolized him. But then on set, he immediately got a really bad vibe, felt that he was a bully and that he was sort of abusive to a lot of the male people in the, in the cast and he told that to his friends and and kind of family and stuff before any of this stuff came out but he didn't know any of that stuff he just like that's how he felt but at the same time he said that all these other heroes of his that he's had a, the pleasure to meet and work with didn't disappoint in fact they became more beautiful in his eyes like yeah. people like george Clooney, brad pitt um uh, bob de niro all these other people so all the all of them super powerful Very successful. Also growing up in the same time frames, and they don't become monsters. Yeah. If you empirically somehow added up all of the
0: Harvey Weinstein level power and Kevin Spacey level people, and then you took the amount of people who were like Harvey Weinstein or at the very least Kevin Spacey, then... I'm guessing, yeah, you're going to have basically the same ratio you see in your personal
1: life yeah, right. of
0: assholes. You know it's just I mean?
1: that those th- those guys have more access to, you know, th- because of their powerful positions, right. they have more opportunities and access to abuse their.
0: Well, and, uh, yeah, and they have the when they're caught, it's more visible, you know, because these kinds of sexual harassment things are and and uh, consequences are happening all the time. And, and so uh, anyway, yeah. so uh, the, the, anyway, so Lucia Evans, 20, uh, 2004, Lucia Evans wanted to be an actress. Weinstein began calling her. He, he found out about her, got her headshot or something. And Weinstein began calling her late at night and asking to meet with her. She could tell th- that, you know, he wanted to hook up with her and she wasn't into that. So she declined to meet with him later. An assistant of Weinstein's called her to set up a daytime meeting at the Miramax office in Manhattan, Tribeca. Lucia Evans was assured that a woman would be present, so she went. When Lucia Evans arrived for the meeting, the building was full of people, so she felt like, oh, okay, this is good. But she was led by an assistant to an office with Weinstein, and he was alone. Wow. So suddenly she's she's you know she's like oh I'm in an office alone right. with Weinstein this is kind of weird but I'm in an office I'm in, I'm at Miramax the right. office so you know thing I'm not in his hotel room things should be fine and they proceed to start talking and he starts to flatter her while at the same time putting her down saying she needs to lose some weight oh uh, what something. do
1: they call that negging yeah
0: uh, it'd be funny if if Harvey Weinstein somehow like was into that that whole uh, pickup artist thing. And he began to make implication or uh, he started, started implying that he's going to make her into a movie star. Then he pulls out his penis. Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 what? Yeah. How do we go from point A
0: to point B? That's how these stories go. Are they, he's very, he's very quick and quick on the draw. My, my assumption is okay. By 2004, he's been at this for 30 years, 20 years since the seventies. Yeah. So, what is that? 30 years. Yeah. So, he's been raping and sexually assaulting. I mean, huh. something like 77 women have come forward, but you got to figure... That those are f- the ones that came forward. Yeah. You got to figure there's probably like probably like 10 times that that he actually did something to.
1: And there could be a whole bunch of them that ended up doing stuff they were not comfortable with, but it did help their career, and they sort of feel like they don't want to talk about it. They feel guilty about it, all these right. other things. Right. Or they're just like... I mean,
0: think about if it was you. Yeah. And you're one of his victims. Do you really want the media attention in no. your life? Do you know, no. do you want to be? A, is that your? Do you want that to be on your epitaph?
1: No, you know, you're I, one of the Weinstein victims. The, the only exception would be if, if he had, if no one had come out, like pre the the waterfall, and and I was feeling like, that's it. Someone has to say something. I guess it'll be me. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you're like, well, there's enough corroborating right. evidence that I don't need to. Add. I don't want to be. Yeah. yeah.
0: Because it's, you know, it's a pain in the ass. So, yeah, it's got to be like 10, uh, 10 times this is just a guess. But anyway, so by this time, he's been it's been 30 years, and he's sexually assaulted and abused.
1: Let's just estimate 500 people by yeah. this point. Like, so... Well, because it'll range from like, hey, honey tits, all the way to like, I'm raping you. <laughs> right. And, you know, as a sort of strange analogy... When I was in high school, I
0: don't think I've ever talked about this. Uh, I'll I'll tone it down a little bit, but we used to go on these these nighttime missions with my friends, and we would TP friends, right. other friends' houses, right? And the first time we TP'd a house, it we my heart was pounding. TP is triple penetration, right? <laughs> oh, God, uh, toilet papering a house and. And it rains a lot in Seattle so that's the worst. When you TV oh, a house geez. and it rains, you know. Disgusting. And so we would the first time, the first couple times we did it and I and I remember noticing by like the 5th time we did it, my heart wasn't racing at all. It was just like <laughs> it was just it was just like okay, another thing to do. Yeah, I wasn't it, because I we were never caught. I see. And I realized that no one looks outside of their house. No right. all the, everyone's windows the the shades are drawn. Yeah. And no one's everyone's just watching TV, in in the den. Yeah. And so you can walk around the entire house with, with impunity because no one is looking. Right. No one's, no one's taking. As and long certainly, sure, no one had uh, video cameras installed back then. Right. <laughs> right. Or even or even those uh, motion detectors. Motion sensors. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, so so by this point, Weinstein is you know so he just pulls out his penis. He's I like, see. let's 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 this is what I came here to do, right. and so let's let's make it happen. And he grabs her head. He's he's a large man. Yeah. he's He's got to be, what, like 300 pounds? I, I don't know. At least 250. He, he's yeah. large. He's a large dude, you know. He's like, anyway, uh, pulls out his penis, g- grabs her head, and, and starts shoving it towards his penis. And she's like saying, no, 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 no. I, I don't want to. You know, let go of me. And again, he's much larger than her. And she tries to get away, but he overpowers her, and she made him perform oral sex on him.
1: Oh, he made her perform... Yeah. Yeah. What was I doing? You said first- she made him. Oh. He
0: he made him <laughs> yeah. perform oral sex on him,
1: and... You're getting your pronouns mixed up. God damn it. <laughs> Gender's just a construct, man. I, I know. It's a, it's a fluid thing.
0: Um, and... and- you know, so this is horrible. I mean, just just imagine that. Yeah. You know, for, I, th- this, the reason why I'm telling a story is not to make jokes about gender fluidity, but you know, imagine you're you're you want to be a movie actress, right? You come to Miramax, you're all excited. You, you know, you got your best outfit on. You you're assured that women are going to be there, and then all of a sudden, boom! You're in an office with uh-huh. Weinstein himself, just by himself, and you're just like,
1: um, okay. But you have this mix of like. <gasps> I got an audience with the guy. Like, this could make my career right now.
0: Yeah, but things aren't going quite it's well. not quite right. I, f- I feel sort of weird. Okay, he pulls out his penis and, gra- and grabs my head. Okay, so if you've ever been in a situation like this, you know what it's like. You know that it's not easy. She said no, 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 and, and tried to get away. If you've never been through a situation like this, and you're one of those people that says like, well, I would, I would fight, you know, I would, I would kick and scream, I sure. would, I wouldn't open my mouth, I would, I would bite his dick off, or you know, people say shit like that. Yeah. Well, if you, if if I prepared you for an event, and I said, so in one month's time, right. Weinstein is going to try to do this and this and this to you, mm-hmm. so let's make a plan. Most mm-hmm. people don't do that. Most people no. don't have like a crisis plan in their head, and so be and so, um, and even if they did, when you go into a situation like that, someone whips out their dick and they grab you there's a there's a lot of possible roads that moving yeah. forward one is is they'll make you do oral sex and then they'll give you a part in a movie right. uh another road is they make you do oral sex and they slit your throat and dump you in a dumpster somewhere. Right, right. Or they pre- proceed to uh, maim you somehow, like like cut up your face. or yep. Like you just don't know because if someone's capable of doing that... Uh,
1: oh yeah, you've transgressed all expectations. Yeah,
0: you've like, proven yourself
1: to be a psychopath. I, I just, I can't even, I cannot imagine the... The, the The fact that you went the story is going, and all of a sudden he pulls out his penis <laughs> It was just there that that idea that like he could do that it's like, well, of course, this is the next action, yeah, because he this is his this is I suspect that
0: he well he's what we call a sexual sadist he he gets off by by rape. He gets off by sexually assaulting women. My guess is that it's actually hard for him to enjoy sex with someone who wants to have sex with him. Wow. And there are people like that. In the same way that you have sadists who take pleasure in poking out the eyes of a cat because the cat is suffering, you have sexual sadists who take sexual pleasure in sex acts that actually harm other human beings. Right. And in the same way that um, a heterosexual likes to have sex with someone, you know, a hot person of the opposite sex. Sexual sadists like to have sex with someone who's struggling and uncomfortable and, right. and crying and, and unwilling. Incredible. And so not only is he a sexual sadist, but he's also a psychopath. Right. In that he has no empathy and doesn't mind lying and doesn't care you yeah. know doesn't he doesn't have any shame about us he's not busted up. he's about fearless it. right doesn't have doesn't have fear yeah. is another issue so so anyway he overpowers her it makes you know and then she says this is a quote from her i just sort of gave up that's the that's the most horrible part of it and that's why he's been able to do this for so long to so many women people give up and they and then they feel like it's their fault unquote yeah Later she was offered an audition for a few parts in some movies but um not huge movies I don't think. She said it felt like Weinstein had a routine actually. Afterwards she was like I feel like I was I was this wasn't the first time. Like that was his MO. Yeah. And she also got the impression that his people were aware of this whole of this what? Whole thing. You know there's no way to know. She developed an eating disorder. She be, she had PTSD. She became suicidal. And to this day, she says she has nightmares about him. Oh, And this is, you know, 10 years
1: later. That's crazy. Okay. But, but there's definitely all those reports of like all the industry jokes about Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. we'll get into that. So uh,
0: to wrap up the rape section here, we got Rose McGowan having been raped by... Weinstein and Annabella S- 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 Sciorra
1: I think yeah McGowan's must have been severe because she got she's, they settled for a lot and she is still vi- so angry about got it you Right. Know uh annabella
0: was in jungle fever copland and the sopranos and and there's others there's there's other people who have come forward saying that he raped so let's take a break and when we get back let's go on to the the women who have accused him of sexually assaulting and harassing what do you say yep all right we're back from the break if you haven't become a patron please do so go to patreon.com when you become a patron you get access to all of our premium episodes also know that we're having a live event on January 27, 2018 Woo! at Antioch University at 3 o'clock. That's pre-recorded, right? What?
1: It's a pre-recorded live event?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you can go to the Facebook page to find out more information about it. It's free. There's no tickets. And then we're, we're going to go afterwards. I haven't told you about this, <gasps> but we're going to go afterwards to this new bar nearby that has like pinball and video games. And
1: oh, stuff. sick. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you say that word. Rad. Uh, wicked, Tubular. Wicked. Okay. Um, the other thing I want to say is that the the episodes this month are sponsored by Talkspace, which is a legitimate online counseling outfit. So if you're looking for a counselor and you're having trouble and you're interested in online counseling, you can go to Talkspace, use the promo code Kirk. You have to use the promo code Kirk. This is like the third or fourth month they've been a sponsor. and and if and if we only need a few people to sign up every month and it doesn't have to be you maybe it's a friend that you refer but just make sure that they use the promo code kirk and you get a discount or impersonate a friend or impersonate a friend and sign up and uh you with with Talkspace it's a lot cheaper and you can talk to your therapist every day and some some of you have written in and say that you really enjoy your therapist on Talkspace and so and the thing is is Maybe it'll suck. Maybe you don't like that sort of that sort of format. Right. But it's a pretty low cost way of finding out. Yeah. And and, and so and we don't need people to be on Talkspace forever. We just need you to sign up. So if you, <laughs> if, if you're just interested in signing up for like you know a month or something. Yeah. Uh, it, it, as long as we have three people signing up every month, I think they'll keep being a sponsor.
1: Can they do Talkspace while they are naked? Why? I'm just wondering. Yeah. You can you can like get therapy while you're nude. Yeah, I, a, a fair amount of it is non-video. So, right. Yeah. Well, what if it's video? Does that cross some lines? Probably. Damn it! I should I should start muting the video. then. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, not not a laughing matter moving forward. <laughs> okay. Sorry.
0: Uh, Weinstein uh, sexually harassed and assaulted a lot of women, including. Rosanna Arquette from Desperate Se- Desperately Seeking Susan. Kate Beckinsale from the Underworld, underworld s- movies. Daryl Hannah from Blade Runner, Splash, and Roxanne. Ashley Judd from the Divergent series and other things. Incredible. Leah Seydoux, Ced- I don't know how to pronounce her name. Leah from Inglorious Bastards and Midnight in Paris. Sean Young from Blade Runner, Dune, and Stripes. Connie Nielsen from Gladiator, she said that during a fancy dinner, you know, a fancy industry dinner, he was sitting with her at the dinner table and Weinstein put his hand on her thigh, even though her boyfriend was with her. And she didn't know what to do. And so she grabbed his hand and forcefully put it back in his lap and then had to hold his hand really? in his lap for a long time, and he didn't get the hint. Imagine that one. You're sitting there at a table with your boyfriend, with your boyfriend, and Weinstein, and you're trying, and you're physically wrestling someone's hand back to, wow. to their side of the situation. To, Tommy Ann Roberts, 1984. She was this. She's not famous, but this is worth you know sort of explaining a little bit. She was 20 years old and she was a waitress. Weinstein came to her restaurant was one of her customers and urged her to audition for a movie. And he said, you know, come come to my hotel room. So, you know, here we go. And when she arrived, he was nude in the bathtub. This is another one of his MOS he he asked people to come to the, you know, right. hotel room and then he just either he's in a robe or he's nude. He, he told her to get naked because the role required the character to get nude. She was terrified. She refused and left. And interesting fact, today she's a psychology professor at Colorado College. Really? Researching sexual objectification. Oh. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. Talented Mr. Ripley, Royal Tannenbaum, et etc. Gwyneth Paltrow was 22 at the time, dating Brad Pitt. Weinstein hired her for the lead in the Jane Austen adaptation, Emma. It was going to be like a breakout role for her. Yeah. Before shooting began, Weinstein summoned her to his hotel room for a work meeting, and she went. Weinstein placed his hands on her and suggested that they head to the bedroom for massages. She said she was petrified, just terrified by it. Again, if, if you've been in this situation, you know how how terror, how terror, how, how much, how, how this situation is terrorizing. Yeah. If you haven't been in a situation, you're like, well, I don't, you know, why what didn't should you be, just
1: walk out what's what we do? whatever?
0: Again, it's, it's the implication, like yeah. in the, it's always sunny, it's the implication. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, what else, that's, that's how these people get away with a lot of things they do, is because, it's so sudden, that you don't, It's so out of the blue.
1: Right. And it's so criminal and so weird. Well, and it's the kind of thing where, for a second, imagine this is not this weird hotel thing. They're at a boardroom meeting with other people, and uh, they're discussing a movie, and Weinstein goes, so uh, you may need to scuba dive in this movie, and maybe scuba diving is something that's uh, not pleasant or terrifying even for this person. In that moment, that person's going to wonder, should I say I don't like scuba diving? Because this is this very powerful group of people, and they want me to scuba dive for this movie, and this is my big break. And that's not sexual at all. That's just a thing they're asking you to do, and you're going to feel that pressure.
0: Right. There's a social fear of, I'm going to have to
1: totally reject this
0: person, right?
1: and what are they going to do to me? And then now, picture you're in... In, the, in their room or in their – it's just the two of you. But it's that same gravitas of, well, I'm asking you to do something, I, I, and you're like, oh, my God.
0: It's a, this Well, it's like, analogous, but I wouldn't call it the same. I would call it
1: in the direction. No, I, I, I was specifically saying, even when it's something as trivial I see. as something like a, just a request, right, yeah. You're already feeling that pressure. Imagine how much magnified that becomes right. when and, it's such an intimate situation. And throw in, again, again, the
0: cognitive notion of, wait, what else are they capable of? Right. It, right. So this guy's a rapist? Plus, the vibe that these guys give off, you know, you yeah. feel it, and it feels dangerous. Right. So Gwyneth Paltrow, she uh, refuses, and she leaves, and she tells her boyfriend, Brad Pitt, later at a theater premiere, Brad Pitt confronts Weinstein and says, never touch Gwyneth Paltrow again. Good boy, Brad Pitt. After that, Weinstein called Gwyneth Paltrow and berated her. And she said that Weinstein screamed at her on the phone. Wow. Do you know any other famous women who have
1: been harassed that I haven't mentioned? Um, Actually, so I don't know if it's because of Weinstein, because she hasn't said yet. But um, uh, Kill Bill... uh. What's her name? Uh, who? You know, the the Kill Bill actress. Uh, she's in many... You know, oh. Pulp Fiction. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Her. her. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, sh- she's been... She was interviewed the other day and she, she seemed very emotional about Emma the fact uh, Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. That she's not ready to talk about what she needs to talk about, but that when she feels the right moment, she will. Now, I don't know if that's Weinstein, but... Uh, it's very likely. <laughs>
0: who else do you think? Who else have you
1: heard? Uh, okay, and then uh, there was there was another big name um, recently. Okay. So we got Angelina Jolie. That's the one. Hackers, girl, yes. interrupted,
0: Changeling. I did a whole episode on the movie Changeling. She said that in the late 90s, she rejected Weinstein's unwanted advances right. in a hotel room. Heather Graham from Twin Peaks, Boogie Nights, and Swingers Weinstein invited her to his hotel room, and she refused. It's a longer story than that.
1: By the way, these, <clears throat> you know, like uh, Angelina Jol- Jolie with a famous uh, father and someone who was powerful in Hollywood, at least back in in the older days. Yeah, doesn't matter, right? Doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, Lena Hetty Cersei from Game of Thrones. Oh,
0: right. She he she asked her. See. He asked her to meet her. Uh, meet him for breakfast. They ate breakfast together. They talked about films. And he's like, hey, let's go out to my hotel room. I have a script I want you to look at. Yeah. And she's, this is her her quote. We walked to the lift, and the energy shifted. My whole body went into high alert. The lift was going up, and I said to Harvey, I'm not interested in anything other than work. He was silent after I spoke. He was furious. Then she says, after a bit of, you know, they, they actually tried to get an hotel room. It didn't work. And, and then he brings her down, and sort of, has hands like on her back, like, you know, trying to right. get her out of the town. He paid for my car and whispered in my ear. Don't tell anyone about this. Not your manager, not your agent. Mm-hmm. I got into my car and I cried. Wow. Uh, so Mira Sorvino, mighty Aphrodite, Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion. I think her story was in, in the New Yorker was one of the main stories that sort of tipped the scales on this whole thing. But she said that he had an MO. As she's starting to hear all mm-hmm. these other stories, she, you know, ask asked to meet a young actress in a hotel room, offer a massage, and then force them to have sex. Now, uh, one of his former assistants has come forward oh, and, really? and, and talked to the media, and he talked about how he basically knew that Weinstein was harassing many young women who wanted to be movie stars. He said. Some of them seemed to be consenting. Some of the women were con- seem to be consenting. Yeah. To be, while others were seemingly not consenting. So this is just one of his assistants coming forward saying, "Like, yeah, we we basically knew something was up."
1: Plus, there is also imagine that he never actually did any of the forceful stuff, right? Imagine that all that had happened, quote unquote, was that um, a set of women over the years he basically you know proposition if you you have sex with me i'll give you the and they went ahead with it and so they quote seemed consenting right yeah i was making air quotes there but but the thing is that's a power dynamic that's a power imbalance that's like a work situation well that's the definition of workplace sexual, sexual harassment yeah now so so in that case that was already problematic And then, and then, so how how many of those happened that we will not get reports of? Right. But they were still like, he was abusing his power and basically using that. (laughs) So who stepped forward at the Oscars
0: and made a joke? Oh, wasn't it Seth? McFarlane, Seth McFarlane. Oscars 2013, during the Best Actress Award, he said, Congratulations, you five ladies no longer have to pretend to be attracted to Harvey Weinstein.
1: That's right. Yes.
0: I just have to say how prescient that you know yeah. like, like it the other thing about this is like how many men, how many men in power knew about this
1: so, and yeah. and either did nothing or made a made a little joke at the Oscars? I saw an interview with George Clooney and Matt Damon. And they they've gotten a lot of flack for like, well, you guys knew you didn't do anything. And and that that's a fair criticism. However, I did see this interview with them and the way Matt Damon was talking and Matt Damon, maybe we're all wrong but I've always got the sense that he seems like a genuine type of person. Yeah. Like I feel like I can believe what he says and he was saying like, yeah, look, when growing up, I was very young and he was a legend and he was like all powerful and he was known as a hothead and he was known as having a temper and he was, and yeah, he was known sort of like, like there was this thing about him like, yeah, he's going to hit on the ladies um, but I never knew that this was happening to that extent. Did Was that true or not? I don't know. All these examples seem fairly private, like meaning it wasn't out in the open. It was like in a room in a late at night or in a locked office or in a locked hotel room. Well, yeah. I And I, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pass judgment
0: really because I wasn't in their shoes and I don't know if I've ever been. But yeah, they were private, but... Everyone you talked to were like, yeah, there were rumors. Right. Everyone knew. So what do you do when there's rumors? Well, good question. What do you do? Um, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, how many, maybe, maybe. Encourage people to get together and go to the police. Uh, talk to a lawyer about, you know, suing him or something. Like, I don't look, know. Look like, at
1: the thing that uh, Rose McGowan tweeted that how, because, you know, Ben Affleck came out and said, oh, this is such a sad situation. No, I'm not saying the victims. I'm saying, like, these other men in power. Right, right. What I'm saying is, Rose McGowan tweeted, oh, well, Ben Affleck, how come then all you did was tell me you were going to do something about it? Or, like, what what Ben Affleck had told her is, I've told him to cut it out so many times. Well, let me just ask you this. Let's say Weinstein punched... Fifty
0: people, and there were rumors that, like, well, you know, you get into a room, and
1: he, he, you know, he might pull out a knife and try to stab you. That's that's Harvey, man. Are you that's, are you going to be Harvey. like, well, you know, those are rumors. No, I mean, that's Harvey. I I, I wouldn't. You're be gonna in a room by you're myself. gonna call
0: the police. You're gonna be
1: like, there's a on, man on, on what. <laughs> you're gonna some, someone's
0: gonna be like, someone call the police, or the or someone's gonna talk to the media and be like, um, I don't know why, but. I've been hearing a lot of things that Weinstein likes to pull a knife
1: and threaten people with it. And that's not right. I think to, to use your own perspective about how it's easy to say, if I had been on that couch with him, I would have done this or that or the other thing. That's a different scenario because, uh, and I get it. And again,
0: I started this whole thing saying I'm I'm not going to pass judgment, but my, my point is, is that if there, if it involved violence or, and it did involve—I mean, a kind of violence. Well, it involved violence and sex. Yeah, sexual violence. Yeah. If it was just violence, or if it involved some other kind of thing, like he—I don't know—he like extorted money out of the actresses or actors or something. I, I'm I'm just going to assume that the people who heard the rumors would have
1: would have spoken out more about it, or done something more i don't know i mean like there's these stories of directors that actually get physically aggressive and violent in and cases, you part, hear them in the media only recently right uh, no you hear those things pretty quickly Only in quickly. the last few years like when when i mean is it a coincidence so your, that we're contention, now your contention your contention
0: is that your contention is that if weinstein was had been since the 70s using a knife and threatening people with it and occasionally actually cutting people, your contention is, and rumors went around about how he does this since the 70s, your contention is that people would have been just as silent about it.
1: I mean, you're painting an extreme, and so probably if he was cutting people and they were bleeding and no. they were going to the hospital at some point... He was have... raping people. I know, but I... Which is worse than cutting well, them. But let me flip the, com- the, the situation. It didn't come out till now. Right. So, yeah, actually, maybe it would have been similar. No, it would not have been similar. I don't know. I, I, mean, I know, because it's obvious. <laughs> but then how do you explain that it didn't come out?
0: Because it has to do with sex. And it has to do with <laughs> our, our paternalistic notions about women and like, well, you know, women, you know.
1: Maybe, but but some, Kevin Spacey and men, you know, it's like it didn't come out till now. Right, because it has to do with sex. It's, that's
0: the overarching thing. If Kevin Spacey had been occasionally punching people in the face,
1: because this goes back—it's—we're not talking like recently. We're talking decades. So the punches, maybe, but uh, verbal abuse. Everyone that—that's the thing that was not an open secret. That was open. Right. He was verbally abusive to everyone for years. Okay. So case and freaking point, dude. But
0: so open issue. Because that's not criminal to, to, like, be a dick of a boss to your employees, you know? It, that's not a criminal act. He was criminally raping his coworkers. He was criminally sexually assaulting these people. And so his verbal abuse was widely known and talked about, and the men would share it.
1: And But no there, one did anything about it. Well, because there's that's not a crime. Okay, so you're drawing the line. You're saying that if it had been a crime, just not sexual, and maybe not to women, he wouldn't have been able to get away with it. Yeah. I'm saying that there's been people in power for a long time in our history that do get away with violent acts, and, and they do get away with it. And maybe not to that extent, and maybe not, you know, but I'm just not sure that... Give me one person
0: who is a person of power who physically assaulted on the level of rape 15 people and then did you know other kinds of physical assaults smaller physical assaults punching stabbings uh, another 77 people and got away with it for 30 years give me one example
1: part part of the reason of course I don't know, A, because probably it doesn't we wouldn't exist. have heard about it, right? Well, it does. of course we would have heard about it because
0: when someone does something the first time or close to the first time, people report it. Well, but
1: let, let me just ask you, how, the, the percentage of that it happening in the real world is so low to begin with. People don't actually go around... Why, punch, is punching people. Why is that? Why is that? You you have just as many sadists who want to do that in purposes well, of power, right? But for one thing, like if it's guy to guy, there's a higher risk, right? He, he they could get punched back, right? If if it's a knife, that's a life threatening situation. They could get attacked and and maimed, and also the visit. There's much more visible scar from punching someone or stabbing someone <laughs> than raping. Someone. <laughs> You're really trying to make I I don't. What's your point? Like, well, my my point is that all, all I'm saying is that. The the people that knew about these rumors. You're trying to defend Matt Damon, essentially. Not just Matt Damon. I'm saying the people that knew about these rumors. It's it's easy now for us to say, yeah. why didn't I, someone do I'm not, something?
0: I'm not blame my my larger point to this whole thing after doing a deep dive on this whole thing and giving it some thought is not to blame Matt Damon or uh, and particularly the victims for for reporting. It's it's a common, well known phenomenon that. After being assaulted, there's a strong urge to just sweep it under the rug yeah. for like, whatever what, reason. You know,
1: because like, why did Rose McGowan take the money instead of coming out and saving future? Right. Like, so but I, you can't do it.
0: Right? I'm not. No, yeah. that is that is a well known psychological phenomenon that is completely justified. The what I'm saying is there's a massive difference between physical violence and sexual violence. There's a massive difference between. Um, between those two things and the question is is why now you're trying to make the argument that they're the
1: same which i have no. to say is ridiculous no what i'm trying to say is these guys and they could be liars but they say i didn't know he Great. had raped people fine
0: but the fact is is that the 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 silence was everywhere. The, but, the effort to, like, well, yeah, you but, come to but your a analogy,
1: the, the better analogy wasn't, you know, he's been punching and stabbing people. No, no. It's that you know he's verbally abusive. It turns out no, no, now, no, it no, turns here, out he a, was stabbing and Here's
0: a better people. analogy in terms of an individual You were, You were stabbed. Sure. Would you go to the police? If I wasn't afraid for my life, sure. Yeah. You'd be like, You'd get away, and then you'd go to the police, right? Yeah. Or you are Brad Pitt, and you hear about uh, Gwyneth Paltrow comes and says, "He tried to strangle me." Would as Brad Pitt, would you go to the police? Would you be more likely yes, to yes. go to the police? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that's my point: is that is that because our society is so busted up and puritanical and stupid when it comes to attitudes about sex, we as a society, and and there are systems in place that kind of keep it this way, shame sex to such an extent that even when you have the equivalent of having someone try to strangle you, or you have the equivalent of having someone actually stab you, or you have the equivalent of someone slapping you across the face with their hand, you know, 10 times. When you have the equivalent of an assault like that, you internally say, it's better I don't tell anyone. Because if I tell people there are consequences that I'm going to incur as a sexual victim, sexual assault victim, that I would rather, I'd rather have the, the consequence of not saying anything than the consequence of saying something. And when someone stabs you, there is, there's no, there's none of that. There's no consequence to coming for other than what you're saying in terms of like worrying about him actually coming after you and killing you or something. But the same fear is there with the rape, right? He could come after you and kill you. So, so that's the same, the same thing is there. But my point is, is that why is there a difference? And the, the only thing I can think of and, I've been thinking about this, you know, for years now. So it's not like a new thing. I've been thinking is our society is just so stupid that we teach our kids certain notions. We give certain notions, particularly around women and sex, particularly around uh, being a, a victim of a sexual assault. And we need to change that. We need to. We need to start the the whole hashtag Me Too thing is like a. A step, a very small step in the right direction in terms of like saying, look, it's it's almost a normal thing to be a victim of sexual assault in our society. You're not alone. It's not, you're not abnormal. And there's nothing wrong with you. It's almost universal that sexual assault victims will blame themselves. If he tried to strangle you... (laughs) the chance that that person would walk away and blame themselves for being, for almost being strangled or even being strangled by Harvey Weinstein is very slim and anecdotally and empirically. So why do we, and particularly women have an internalized shame about being a victim of a sexual assault? It's our society's fault. That's my point. Uh,
1: and that's fair. I, I do think that, there, there are two different levels of this. One level is, and actually Matt Damon was mentioning this in his interview. They viewed him, and he, and he's ashamed of this, but they viewed him as old school, like, you know, grabbing the secretary's ass sort of thing. And they're like, yeah, that's Harvey. Which I just want to label as a paternalistic notion that sure. keeps the status quo. Right, right. And so they, they, that's how they viewed Harvey, according to them. They're like, yeah, yeah. It, it, meaning... I think th- th- they would agree that there was a problem because it stemmed from like the old ways, quote unquote, where it was, you know, oh, yeah, he's he's always flirting with the girls. He's grabbing their ass and stuff. What they didn't know is he was literally raping people, you know. Yeah. And so now the first one is not OK, but there is a big leap between, yeah, I knew he had raped people. I just didn't want to say anything. That is a huge difference. It's like with the with the Bill Cosby stuff. Uh, I don't know if there were rumors or not. I certainly never heard any. But if there were rumors that, like, yeah, he likes to get grabby with the women, is very different from he drugs and rapes women. Right. So, again, same exact
0: situation. Imagine Bill Cosby drugged men and women and then proceeded to steal their money. Let's just lower it way down to just drug you and steal your money. Sure. Sure. And then you wake up and you're like, he just took the, the $5 out of, my, out of my wallet and then I left out. The- what is the, what's the chance that the person
1: is or is not going to report that to the authorities? I, that's, that's probably true. I, I also do know. You know it's true. Well, hold on. I know first person stories from people that were uh, like uh, physically bullied and they had a lot of shame around that and did not like to admit it and did not like to talk about it. Sure. So that and, can happen too.
0: And that's also shameful and yeah. also
1: potentially carries
0: with it issues.
1: Yeah. And that was that was punching. That was actually punching, shoving, stealing lunch money, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, just a Bill Cosby did it to dozens
0: of women who yeah. and only a number of them felt as though society and the legal system and their families and the media would treat them well if yeah. they came forward. Very few of them. If there were dozens of men and women who had been drugged and their wallets stolen by Bill Cosby. I'm, I'm guessing the, that there would be a, a 10 to 20-fold increase in the amount of people who would have come forward. Why is that? Well, because our institutions are fucked. Our society is screwed. Our messages that we give people is screwed. Our preparedness for stuff like this is bad. Our systems of reporting stuff like this are bad. Our uh, units or the, the getting the word out about how to, you know, think about this is bad. It's, it's just, it's, it's a very
1: upsetting thing as you can hear from me. I, I totally agree with you. I also, I just add to that and I say, man, there's all those cases of, of hundred years of a school institution that constantly beat their students And it was just the way things were done. And so kids were regularly abused generation after generation. And no one said shit. Well... All of a sudden, in modern times, they get shut down finally because now we're in a time and place where it's starting to be like, wait a minute, that's not right. Right. Exactly.
0: It's a little different though because 30... When I was a kid in the 70s going to school as a fourth grader, the teachers would paddle the kids. Yeah. And there was nothing wrong with that. The, yeah. The parents wanted... But
1: why didn't the parents say something?
0: Because the parents wanted the, the teachers right, to but paddle. Right, why? You know, it's like... Because you, they're, it's a different, it's a different uh, parenting style, essentially. But you can
1: blame... So you can, in retrospect, say they should have known better.
0: No. I, I, there are cultures right now in the world
1: where it's the same so and and neither one is right I think that but well but uh, to push back on that what if people said well it's not necessarily wrong that in the 50s they had a different culture and women were just not as as empowered that's just a different culture
0: it's analogous in that kids can be oppressed and their voices can be taken away and abused as a result but it's a little different because empirically speaking in the 50s the uh, it, raping of women—I uh, don't think anyone thought that was okay. It, it's just—it's right. it, just that our overall society, the things that we teach about men and women and sex, is such that it makes it extremely. Uh, there's so many consequences for a victim to step forward is a thing.
1: Yeah, I think on the victims, I can't agree more with you on. I was I was mostly trying to, I was trying to. Part of me wants to say. God damn it! Why didn't someone say stuff sooner? Right. Right. No, he, I'm, I'm not, not going to blame. I'm not yeah. going to blame
0: any individual. Right. Right. I'm blaming society for creating a situation where not only the victims, but also the the Perry victims sure. were. There's just too many consequences yeah. to, to to do anything. Yeah. Like,
1: why didn't Brad Pitt then come out publicly with it? Right. Right.
0: Because, uh, well, let's speculate. You know, yeah. why didn't he come forward? He seemed
1: obviously upset he he yeah. went great right to him and it's it's, it's I, I can imagine a few things part of it is I can deal with this myself you know I'm gonna tell him he can't do that. number two, I certainly I don't wanna like blow this out of proportion to your point it was just him coming on and it was inappropriate but I don't want to blow it out. and number three probably a bit of I don't wanna fuck up both of our careers, you know right <laughs> and let's speculate
0: further and say that he doesn't want to be seen as a cuckold. You know, what's, what's my girlfriend doing sure. in Weinstein's hotel yep. room? You know, and, and I, as a boyfriend, I'm going to get judged for that. Sure. Because our society is, you know, blah, blah. Anyway, yeah. let's take a break. and we get back, let's uh, get into some other things and also other people who have done stuff like that. What do you say, Bert? Let's do it. All right. We're back from the break again, this episode and the episodes of this month of, of November, 2017 are, are brought to you by Talkspace. Online therapy, go there, use the promo code Kirk, or tell a friend to use promo code Kirk with Talkspace. We just need a few people to sign up this month in November, and they'll become an ongoing sponsor for December.
1: Very nice. All right. So, um, oh, by the way, if, yeah. if we all end up getting in a spaceship, you know, and we're like orbiting somewhere, and we are subscribed to Talkspace, are we doing space Talkspace? <laughs> that's, that's
0: pretty good. Actually it occurs to me like what do people on the space station do when they need therapy? That's true, you know talk space talk space all right Weinstein initially tried to do damage control when when this came out when the when the media yeah, started right. really looking at it. what did he say?
1: Yeah, he came out and he said that he uh he apologized and that he was uh wasn't it like he he apologized. But it was one of those. Uh, I have a, I have a problem. But you know what? I'm going to dedicate myself to helping get us rid of Trump and helping the liberals and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if he said that. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he ended with, but don't worry. I'm going to go fight the good fight against environment, you know, global warming and all these other things. Um, so it was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I do have a problem. I'm gonna really think about this and introspect. But you know what? I'm gonna get in there and fight for good causes. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind
0: of one of the weird things about this is that his he's been putting a lot of money into the Democrat uh, political party. Yeah, and talks a lot about the liberal agenda, so to speak. Um, so anyway, he here's some quote: I appreciate the way I've behaved. I appreciate the way I've behaved with colleagues in the past has caused a lot of pain, and I sincerely apologize for it. In the past, I used I used to compliment people, and some took
1: it as me being
0: sexual. I won't do that again. So,
1: (laughs) oh, it's their fault. Hey, man, if me complimenting you is a problem, I just won't compliment you at all. Yeah, yeah, compliment you. That's interesting. Um,
0: By compliment, did he mean compliment you? Yeah, he he also said he would go to a facility for treatment. This, right. is, a, the com- this is a common famous person right. ploy of just like, you know what? I've, I've, I've given got a lot issue, of thought. Yeah, yeah. I, need to, I, need to go to, I need to go to treatment. Yeah. His lawyer said, any allegations of non-consensual sex are unequivocally denied by Mr. Weinstein. Mr. Weinstein believes that all of these relationships were consensual. Okay, so what's the reaction from, uh, or what sort of consequences he had so far?
1: Well, he got ousted from the film society, whatever it's called. Yeah. The Guild, right? Yeah. He uh, got publicly denounced repeatedly yeah. in very visible and I would call them embarrassing ways. Yeah. Um, he, I, th- I think, he, he got ousted from Miramax. Yeah. Uh, well, the Weinstein w- company. Right. There was some rumor or something, sorry, some news report that he had been Sort of erratic, showing up at his sister's, uh, maybe on suicide watch, something like that. Hmm. So I, 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 doubt that. There's no way on earth he hasn't had psychological uh, ramifications from all this. Like, worry, he about must it. be stressed out of his mind. Yeah, the g- good and there's also criminal and civil oh, civil right,
0: rights right. investigations. Uh, the police in I think England and also in the states, uh, yeah, New, New York that. and I think L. A. are. Have opened investigations um, because of all the allegations. All right, predictions. What, what what predictions do we have about Mr. Weinstein here moving on to the future?
1: Oh man i i don't want I don't want people killing themselves. Uh, well, some I do, but not not everyone, you know. <laughs> um, I I I hope that he, in fact, he does get treatment and that he doesn't do this to anyone else. Uh, but I also I don't wish his extended family or, or ultimately him in the long term any, any real you know, like death. Let's okay. say.
0: But these are. I'm not asking for your wishes. I'm asking for your predictions.
1: What do you think is going to happen? I, I think he's going to try his best to disappear from the limelight, and he might get addicted to some substances. Okay. He might die younger, much much younger than he would have. I
0: think he's going to be in and out of court for a long time. And I think he's going to do a. Sh- I predict he'll do a short stint in prison, but not for long because of the statute of limitations, which I don't understand why that applies. Right, to.
1: like rape should never go yeah. out of fashion.
0: Right. <laughs> I- I'm guessing that some of his assistants will actually come forward and testify against him to protect themselves as being implicated as an accessory to right. these these actions. I think the Weinstein Company will fold. I think it'll just completely just become non-existent. Oh, interesting. I mean, who- who wants the Weinstein Company, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, you know, to have a <laughs> right. label on the front of their their movie? Um, I'm guessing that other men will start to be
1: charged uh, in addition to Weinstein. You know, related to s- Weinstein. No, like Kevin Spacey. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Certainly more. Oh, by the way, that goes back to my original point that it does make me feel. I I will be happy to. No, I'll be sad to take these words back if if what I'm about to say doesn't happen. But I'm sort of happy to see. That it is not actually a downpour of hundreds of men. Well, it's, <laughs> all across the board, <laughs> it's starting to look that way. But but, but yeah. it's not. Right? Yeah, no, it's, no no, there's there's plenty. And and even some of them that are like oh, what Dustin Hoffman. But the Dustin Hoffman stuff, as bad as it is, pales in compare. He, he's not a seventy year rapist. Yeah. Right. And so I I'm just temporarily relieved that it is in fact a few monsters well not a whole cabal no
0: I, of hundreds no, of men the the amount of sexual sadists that exist in the world are extremely uh, there's extremely they, they're very rare individuals Harvey Weinstein's psychology is a very rare individual I mean the the thing that I always try to tell particularly women is that that the the average guy like you know in the you know 99% of men uh, somewhere around there yeah couldn't even get an erection in the face of a of a sexual partner if you will right. who is crying or upset or unwilling yeah it it the, the there's a biological uh, urge or requirement need yeah for men and women to
1: have a partner
0: who at the very least is indifferent do you know
1: <laughs> well actually no it's 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 a great point like for example in the tmi department like i have a serious problem feeling aroused if i don't feel that the other person is actually into me yeah and that they're that they want to do this and and so it would be like I, yeah, you're right. I'd have to have some substance injected into me.
0: Yeah, I, I talk uh, with couples about this all the time. They'll be like, "So you know, we were having sex, and then I got the vibe that she she just wasn't into it. And Ooh. even though she was, even though she was going through the motions and trying right. to act like, she, and I just couldn't, I just couldn't go on. And it was really upsetting to me. Right? It's upsetting. Yes. To the to the man, it's deflating. Yeah, it's it, saddening. It, it, it's yeah, it's, it's it's like it. It's very. Uh, it, it's it, it. there's something very disturbing about that right. to, to a normal person. And that's just a subtle reaction. Right.
1: Let alone, stop! I'm so, you know, like it's ridiculous. It's yeah. incredible. Now, of course,
0: this is on the internet and on YouTube. So someone listening is going to be like, hey, what about rape fantasies and stuff? Yeah. There are men and women who have fantasies about uh, doing rape and receiving rape, okay. shall we say. And, those are fantasies. They're not they're not right. People have a lot of play, shall we say, in their in their life and in sure. their sex. People will like to play that they're a child, but they don't want to actually be a child. Yeah. They'll play that they are of a different gender, but they're not transgender. Yeah. They want to play That they are that you don't know your spouse, you know, like you just met, and and but you don't want to actually not know your spouse. It's play and sex. It's very different than actual
1: rape and actual, you know. So it's like I don't actually want to be pulled over by a female cop and have some some stuff happen. I don't want that to happen. Right. (laughs) Right. So so.
0: what? Why were we talking about that? We
1: were talking about the difference between... <laughs> yeah, you're right. How did we get into this? Oh, uh, we, because
0: you were saying not all men. And, um, and you were saying it was heartening that not more men were being outed as as Weinstein, Bill Cosby level.
1: Even, even uh, uh, the Kevin Spacey stuff coming out. Yeah. Uh, of course, it's now ruined his career. It's every, and we'll, uh, were we going to talk about it? Yeah, him? we'll talk about it. I before. mean, with that, so without preempting that... I'm just saying the level of, uh, of, uh, grievance is, uh, you know, he grabbed crotches, he grabbed legs, and he influenced, you know, he like exerted his power in that way yeah. versus literal like breaking into a hotel room and raping. You
0: yeah. Know? But the, the stuff that I've heard from about Spacey is on the level that could psychologically traumatize somebody, you know, sure. um, and, and needs to be, And you're not, you're not saying that it's not that. No, no, of course. Yeah. But I,
1: I guess that I don't even want to make that point. I'll take that one back. What I'm trying to, I'm trying to find some positive. And the only positive I see is at least it's not all like imagine a list of the top 200 actors that we love and, and all of them are being accused. It's like that would be well. I,
0: I, I caution you and others regarding that urge to to see it that way because not that there's some good to that i think which you're exhibiting which is like look i i just don't want my entire life to come crashing down around me uh because you know say everyone in the star wars actor and actor
1: universe comes out is terrible you could never watch star wars movies again you know what i mean well this is this is like i I sadly have had arguments with people that feel that like uh, Islamic extremism is super 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 common, and that there's like a billion or at least millions. And it's and, heartening to to know the it, facts,
0: which is right. that a very very few and Muslims it's, it's and very few Christians. And it's, and it's also that. like
1: like if your hypothesis was true, we should expect to see. Daily, hundreds, yeah. if not thousands, right of and, and and that so so that vein is fine, but I caution you
0: as a man, mm-hmm. man to man, against having that perspective of well, at least it's not every man. You know what I mean? And there's some good to that, but there's also a that's part of the institution of of paternalism and of status quo of just like not acknowledging the severity and not, and you're not doing that, but but also not being open or sort of having an emotional attachment to this can't be bigger than it is. And I don't want it to be bigger than it is.
1: Well, I I mean, an example is, uh, Sean Astin, Sean Astin from the Goonies and from stranger things. Yeah. He just recently came out and said, yeah, he just recently came out and said, look, I was not myself abused. But I don't doubt Corey Hames or Corey Feldman's stories. Yeah. I could sadly imagine that that was probably true. Uh, I myself wasn't. I never saw it. And and I've heard similar things from Elijah Wood. And there's There's others, right? Which the thing – because the rumor – remember, there's these rumors like – the entire Hollywood is one big pedophile cabal. And, and they are got ties with Hillary Clinton and all these things, all the way up to Soros. And it's, the world is run by a pedophilic cabal. <laughs> it's it's nice to hear maybe that's not quite right. <laughs> right.
0: Some sort of massive conspiracy, uh, I don't think, is likely. Because there but, are
1: people on the right that But, I,
0: but the point is, is, we need to be as men who who are allies of women who have been through stuff like this, we have to be open and say like, I really hope there's not more of this happening, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm receptive and open to learning the truth. Right. And you're not going to ruin my day by telling me about even more stories. You know, I think that needs to be said, you know, it's just like, I, you know, and if there is more of this, I want to know about it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do my part to try to illuminate right. that that problem. And I don't have an attachment to to there not being more problems.
1: Maybe one thing I'm reacting against is when initially when his stories came out, before all these other stories came out, um and the Me Too uh stuff happened, I I heard this narrative online that was I'm paraphrasing, but it was kind of sort of like, well, that's what happens when men get power. Right. And that's what I'm saying is not true. Right. Men getting power does not equal we rape women. No. But men, even in power or no power traditionally have had unfortunately have mistreated women traditionally and then like to your point there's these aberrations which are on top of everything else sadistic and psychopaths and stuff and that makes and then they add power to the mix and that's like the worst case scenario right it's multifactorial
0: one is is you have psychopaths and sadists that might even look for a position of power so they can do this sort of stuff yeah but maybe not maybe it's just like coincidental that some people in power just ha- also have to be sexual status but you also have as you say a sex a, a societal notion that it's okay to do that to women right um, I grew up in a time when and I'm guessing you did too Berto can, can think of even in Colombia where it, it was just like for it was just like you know a man could slap the butt of a waitress and the waitress would just go like, Oh, you you know right, what i mean right. yeah i mean like I'm, what george bush is doing right now have you heard of what he's yeah doing?
1: although is, is he just you know like yeah I losing think, it i think he's losing it
0: Okay. Um, so but you know worth talking
1: about sure yeah you know um, anyway I, so, I think i think i saw that directly in uh the senate in columbia because uh i had a relative who was in the senate so i would be there somewhat frequently as a kid and of course i didn't see like quote-unquote the butt slap i do a lot of quotes i just noticed but what i did see was a power imbalance because by and large men were senators and women were secretaries right and there was always sort of a deference and a reverence of the men in power and stuff like that and a
0: notion that women's bodies are available to men at any time
1: I, as a kid, I, I I didn't see that part, but I'm sure it was there, and and it would be easy for it to have been there because of that power imbalance, right? So so the the problem has a lot of problems. Anyway,
0: I I want to point out that I'm old enough to remember when Anita Hill came forward about being Clarence, sexually, Thomas, uh, yeah, in, in yeah. the '90s, who put a pubic hair in my Coke. That whole thing,
1: but Clarence it, is no longer in the just in the he's not no longer a justice, is he?
0: Is, I oh, wait. I don't know. He is. Yeah, right. He is. Um, Anita is a movie, a documentary in 2013 that I highly recommend. That's About that? Yeah. It, oh. it, it is like, because, you know, growing up in the 90s uh, as a 20-something, I didn't have cable and didn't care to watch the whole Anita Hill right. thing. I just sort of would pick up on random reports. And so my understanding of it was extremely limited. Me too. This documentary called Anita – is it's really interesting? Like watching it, I was like, "Oh, I I get the whole story now." Wow. Like it, it's really a interesting story. And Anita Hill, if this documentary is to believed, is to be believed as a hero among wow. among humans. She's she's an amazing person. And the fact that Clarence Thomas is still essentially got away with it is yeah. is interesting. Okay, so. Let's talk about men. What what man recently came forward saying that he was sexually harassed?
1: The Rent actor. Rent? Yeah, he was the original Rent. Uh, oh, who in, else? In the Rent cast. I'm looking
0: for a particular person, even perhaps a. a, a he, he's almost a household name at this
1: point. Oh, that was sexually harassed. Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, well, Corey Feldman. Well, yeah, him, but but oh. someone someone else.
1: Someone else did.
0: Yeah, and Terry Crews. Have you heard about him?
1: Oh yeah, he did say that, right? Okay, yeah, I forgot. But you were right. So for people
0: don't know yeah. Terry Crews. He's he's famous from the Old Spice commercials. Yeah, he was the the big angry black guy who would scream, and he had all right. these big muscles, and he still does. He's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he he actually was a NFL linebacker, defensive end <laughs> for the Rams, Chargers, and Redskins. He's in the Expendable series. He's Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's a he's he's known for being a large muscly, aggressive, angry right. person.
1: A massive dude.
0: Well, he he recently, as all this stuff was coming out, he's about being Weinstein and everything, Yep, he started tweeting about how all this was like bringing up memories yeah. for him. And th- over a bunch of tweets, he reported that he was attending a party with his wife recently, and a uh, quote-unquote high-level Hollywood executive approached him and his wife and the exec, the high level Hollywood executive, groped Terry Lewis. Terry and Cruz. sorry, ter- Terry Lewis. Who's Terry Lewis? Terry Cruz. The the producer. Uh, this this guy called him the next day to apologize, but never offered Terry Cruz an explanation. Cruz said that he considered punching the guy. Right. right. He was like he was like, well, I I thought about just you know punching the guy. But I didn't because I was worried that the media would not see that very well. You know, large uh, muscle man, Terry Crews stomps out white guy.
1: Another angry black man.
0: Right. Exactly. And he didn't want to lose work. Right. Because, you know, and he started talking about that. He totally understands why women stay silent after situations. To to your point earlier. Right. Right. Who who's going to believe you? You know what? What are the repercussions? And yeah. and you know you need to work again, again. If if Terry Crews was punched in the face or threatened with his life, like there's just a different vibe to reporting that. You yeah. Know I mean? So a- after all this, the police actually looked into it, which is interesting because essentially Terry Crews on Twitter was reporting a crime had yeah. occurred, and so it's interesting that. The police would see that and go like, "Well, let's investigate." Right? You know, like we now have been alerted. Probable of, cause. <laughs> yeah, we now ha- we've. It's like the police are driving down the street and they see a robber running out of a house. If you just incidentally see something, then you you, you, you investigate. investigate. And so they came across on Twitter and they're like, "Okay, let's investigate." So they started to investigate it, and I'm, I'm guessing that they interviewed Terry Crews, and actually mm-hmm. Terry Crews actually told them. Uh, who actually this was, and they're, the police are actually investigating Adam Vennett. He's, he's a famous talent agent in one of the biggest talent agencies. Like oh, wow. Venet, Adam Vennett uh, represents Sylvester Stallone, Diane Keaton, Eddie Murphy, Adam Sandler, and Dustin Hoffman. What? And many other actors, right? So this guy can make or break your career, right? Huh. Maybe even more so than a producer can sure right? it's like if you become a client of adam vennett among sandler dustin hoffman you know right. Sylvester Stallone, like you're just like the Man. connections are made right and so and this guy just walks around parties uh-huh. proceeding to sexually harass people uh, and so it, adam Venet might get fried for this which just makes me quite happy about the whole thing what is
1: the but the legality there must be low right like Grabbing a crotch must not be... I don't know, honestly. Like, it, when it comes to the law,
0: sexual assault is... is. There's a pretty uh, wide variety of things that constitute sexual assault. Like, if he grabs... If he grabbed... He says he groped him. It's hard to know what... The, he probably grabbed his, his yeah, penis. That's,
1: yeah, that's what I imagine.
0: If you, if you just grab someone's genitals... I mean, imagine what it says in the law about grabbing someone's genitals without their
1: permission. Like, that I probably doesn't go over well according to the letter of the law. You know what I mean? I just, I get, I guess I'm pessimistic considering that, you know, these ra- multiple rapists, I've raped multiple women. No, man. are out in 10 years. Because know? it never gets prosecuted.
0: Think about, um think about, well, that's not your point,
1: but, um, well, but 10 years is a long time. I mean, 10 years. Well, I guess if, if what you're saying is that my impression is wrong and actually it is serious. That's fine. I just have this impression like, man, rape is barely... But I'm probably wrong Well, with in that. terms of sentencing, yeah, we could get into a debate. Like, we were just talking about the, the statute of limitations, you know? Yeah. But, but, but really, that. if any prison time... Is, is prison time? Is his happiness for me? Yeah, that's a, that's a, a good point. Like, what if the dude goes to jail for three months because he grabs some stick? Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, that's, that's like I
0: don't know how much prison time is. Yeah. It would now, make me feel
1: good. But the flip side of this is, I, I have a feeling that as a society we are not ready yet, and because like, okay, so I had my butt and my my crotch grabbed in multiple occasions as an adult. Yeah and uh personally in my case i didn't mind it but i now with more information i'm thinking yeah i should probably have drawn a line but he, but that's not how i thought about it well the point is is that the risk is there and if and if we if
0: we allow so of all the dick grabbing that's happening in the world or in our society there's a certain percentage that is harming someone, and there's a certain percentage that is not, right? Yeah,
1: but th- th- this is where it gets tricky, because, ima- how you know, human dynamics are not black and white. You're in a club, you're right. sort of flirting, yeah. you grab someone's stuff, and yeah. then they prosecute you, and you're in jail for those three months I was talking right. about. Right. So, So, if,
0: as a society, we have people out there who either unknowingly are victimizing people, or two, are are trying to actually invade someone's space and getting away with it because no one's reporting it. Then I would rather live in a society where they say, look, even if you dick grab someone and it's not harmful, we're still going to prosecute
1: you. I'm okay with that world. Man, that's you're entering, you're entering. You know what it sounds like to me? It sounds a little along the lines of the uh, sodomy laws. Like, yeah, you know. No, it's it's all about <sighs> consent, my friend. But but that's what I'm saying. Consent in when consent consent when it's. I'm not saying <sighs> someone can't grab your dick.
0: I'm saying non consensual, like randos grabbing your dick.
1: Yeah, right. But it's like you're in spring break and some girl's flirting with you, so she grabs your ass. Not okay. <sighs> I, I don't think that that's the sort of – that's and, – and, and 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 let's say I agree with okay you. I'm okay
0: with you not having your ass grabbed okay. Okay, because so, people
1: are afraid of a criminal – So I think we need So that a, we eliminate uh,
0: all the other bullshit.
1: If we agreed – I think we need a ramp-down period of time where people are made very well aware of this and educated as Absolutely. Such, and then start Well, I, I don't know what sort of ramp-down, but we need education for sure. Because I guarantee – you know this – in random clubs all over the world, there is ass grabbing happening and more, and not and how all. How many it.
0: and how many women are walking away with PTSD after that?
1: Fine, but 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 I'm saying men when the men when it happens to the men, they they're getting mixed signals too, right? And so like I'm just saying like they're I don't not getting think mixed signals about grabbing someone's genitals. Man, there's I, there's a movie out right now. There's like a way of communicating. Right
0: there's a way of communicating consent for that. So. Say you're you're dancing with a woman and you just you don't even know her name, and things are you know you're you're getting some dirty dancing going, okay, and it it's both consensual, everyone's fine, and you just decide to grab her inner genitals. Well, to me, I'm like, uh, or what, she decides. What, what if to, I lick
1: her face? Uh, you know, uh, you know why I'm asking that, right? Do you remember in Vancouver, yeah, yeah, sitting there and this girl licks my face? Yeah, I have it is on Is that video- assault? I have it on videotape. Should I take her to court?
0: It, I don't know her. Well, I don't know her name. Well, according to our current, well, we were in Canada for one, so it's hard to know what, <laughs> but what you, sort of a lie- lot. But, no, but, well, but, but here's my thing, is that if some of those incidents have to be taught to the general public of saying like, look in all likelihood, if you are going to lick someone in the face spontaneously, it's probably going to be taken fine if not invited in that situation. But let's all agree that we're not going to do though. There's a certain set of things that we're not going to do for fear that the other person might actually be traumatized by that. Let's all just agree that we're, we're not going to do that. And Maybe there's a maybe there's a, a way society-wise that we could add a very quick little thing around consent, you know. And I hate all that kind of college talk around Can I like touch your finger. Can I touch your finger? Yes, you could. Can I touch it now? Yes. Okay. Can I touch your other finger? I'm not. Well, what do you mean? Which finger? That one right next. Um. Okay. You know, like that's that's where that's where. No, I'm afraid. that's not. No, that that's not where I don't think we'll ever get to that because no one humans liked sex too much That's to, fair. to get like, things in the way. My point is, is that um, for this Adam Vennett to just walk up to Terry Cruz and grab his dick at a party, that guy has to be prosecuted and whatever the law sentencing wise, whatever, maybe it's no, maybe it's no jail time. Maybe it's like sexual assault treatment or something. I don't care. Yeah. But Something, you know, something's got to be done because obviously we as a society and a legal system are not doing enough.
1: I, I have, I have, um, not a lot, but I have a few friends that are gay. And one of them used to tell us stories about Miami parties that, that he would go to. And the kind of interactions that they would engage in, these are adults. Yeah. Were random strangers. Yeah. Fully crossing boundaries with each other. Mm-hmm. And, and that shit's got to stop
0: too, my friend. Like it, it, if it's consensual, if it's consensual and there's some way of communicating that real quick, then absolutely. Yeah. I want people to be having as much consensual random sex as they want to have. Yeah. I want people to be grabbing dicks as long as everything's, I want everyone to be doing everything they want as long as everyone's cool with it. But in the gay community, which I hate that phrase, <laughs> among gay people and among yeah. lesbians too, there are acts of of sexual violence that are happening and people are being traumatized by sure. it. So, now, it, among gay people at a party, is there going to be more consent given? <laughs> is there going to be more consensual random touching at a party, at a particular party? Maybe. I don't know. But that doesn't mean, well, you know, where's the line? You know, I, I just think like, we need to we need to scale it back a little bit, and we need to add in a little bit more opportunity for people who don't want to be touched to not be touched. When someone goes out into the public and goes to a party and goes to a dance club, they should expect that no one's going to touch them non unless they want someone to touch them. They they should have that trust in our society, and there are women. Uh, who don't? Who can't say that? And 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 maybe some some men can't can't say I that. I mean,
1: look, in in the culture I grew up in, when you go to a dance club, you dance together, like really close. Sure, and you put your hand down lower on the way on the waist, and she puts. Yeah. And there's a lot of close, and you bring yeah. it. In. And um, so just to pause you there, yeah. Every woman in your neighborhood
0: who signed up and went to the party and said yes, Berta, I'll dance with you, knows what sort of touching is going to happen they're consenting to it
1: yeah yeah uh, yes yes when, but when it terry, is also, it's when also terry because cruz the culture goes, is that way yes
0: exactly so when terry cruz goes to this party he did not ex, he did not say i you know a guy is probably going to grab my dick at the party today. Like that's not that's not. When a woman goes to a dance club, she's not going. Hmm.
1: I hope someone grabs my boob. I hope someone grabs I, my butt. I just think. Look, I mean, I've been I've been at parties where there are drunk people, right? And I've seen drunk uh, middle aged women do very lascivious things. If and if it's not boobs. Uh, they've nice. they've certainly grabbed male and female asses. They've well, kissed people in the lips. If, if I me. know if I know what party you're
0: talking about, everyone knows what they're signing up for when they're going. I, I, to that but party. see
1: that party. That that, that that that's bordering on victim blaming. If someone gets victimized, right?
0: Well, if like, someone you victim- should have
1: known, no, should have known. If someone's
0: victimized, then that's wrong. But I, I'm saying a lot of the a lot of the things you're talking about are context and people. Know, like, the people who are doing, like, someone at this party that you're talking about walks up and, like, grabs your butt. Yeah. Well, they know you know that people might have their butt grabbed at that party.
1: How do we know that party that Terry Crews was at was not one of those parties? We don't. Exactly. But but we can assume that part of what I'm going against is that that there are double standards. For example, imagine I told you that there's a movie coming out with a scene where uh, a professional male is doing a treatment on a female and as she disrobes he looks at her vagina and makes a comment about it like a a sexual comment about it i think most people would say like what movie is that is that a serious scene like that better not well there's a movie coming out called uh Bad mom's Christmas or something. And there's this scene in there. Yes. Where this, this, uh, she's giving him, uh, like, what do you call when they take the hair out, right? Yeah. And his legs are spread and she looks at his dick and she says, well that's like a pink c- or like a traffic cone or something like that, right? Yeah. And then later they're, they're cheering and throwing money is like, put a baby in me. Okay. That is that a freaking problem. problem. standard. <laughs> uh, yes. And it's a problem. Like I don't hear anyone up in arms about that.
0: Yes, because no one cares about men victims, right. Men being victims of sexual right, right, right. shaming or sexual sure. assault, right? That is a massive and, problem. And, that, and in 30 years, they're going to look back at that movie and and gasp. <laughs> the, every people are going to look back at that movie and go like, "Holy macro!" Like when I look back at the 70s and I see that the Dukes of Hazzard were driving around in a car that had the. The, the Confederate flag on the top, and it was called the General,
1: General Lee. <laughs> I am mortified, and and the Dixie Land song. Right. So, um, so when the Me Too at thing the time, came out, at the time, my parents. There's a whole
0: uh, podcast. I can't remember what podcast, but there's like these black guys who were talking about how because they're our age and they grew yeah. up watch, and they said they loved. The General Lee, and they 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 had a General Lee car. Right. And these, these black kids. It was kids. A cool. I liked that show. Yeah. So back <laughs> was then, one of my parents, shows. parents that was, that was one of the most popular shows at the time. And I certainly had no idea of any of the context. Our parents did, though, is the thing. Okay. And they were like, well, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. But we look back on it today, and we're like, holy Ooh. crap. Well, the same is going to be
1: true about all of these jokes that you're talking about. Sure. So like when the Me Too stuff came out, I got into an argument online because I had well, read let's an save article. it. Let's take a let's okay. take a break. We'll tease that Berto got tease. into another argument. <laughs>
0: All right, we're back from the break again. This month's episodes, November 2017, are brought to you by Talkspace online counseling. Promo code Kirk. It's a they they make sure that everyone is fully licensed, meaning that they're not recent grads. Right and that they're trained. They, I think they go through like a number of weeks of training on how to be an effective online counselor. Cause it's a whole other kind of thing. And you can do it from, you can, you can text from work. You can be from home when you're in the bathroom or, or as Berto likes naked. Uh. And and so promo code Kirk Talkspace. Um, Okay, so Berto, you wanted to talk about a, another fight
1: you got into. another fight. Fight. Uh, so, so I read this article uh, that by someone I know, and it was a well-read article. But the sense I got from it, uh, and maybe it wasn't fully like this, but the sense I got from it was that uh, men, you need to you need to solve this. Like you need to talk to each other. You need to stop these behaviors. Yeah, men stop doing this to women, right? So the the, the sense I got is like. Men, it's a men versus women thing and, and men are the problem. Now, I understand why, right? Like, like you were saying, most of these cases come out and it's a guy and stuff like that. Now, having been a victim of sexual abuse when I was a kid and specifically by a woman, uh, who I'm sure was also abused and probably by a guy, like, but I'm guessing, right? But I, it's funny that you have to
0: say that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like somehow, which Mine I is would, not legitimate. Right. Yeah. Like, which I appreciate, you know, but it's like, I just want to say, in this context, all you got to do is say a woman sexually abused sure. you, and and we don't
1: know why. That's fair, and, and and so I now I'm I'm you know I've I've done inappropriate things in my life, and I feel terrible about them. A lot of them probably stemmed from the fact that I had a bad. Mental models about sexuality as a result of oh, these things, right? I'm a hundred percent
0: sure that's where it comes from, Bert.
1: So I'm not like sitting here like you know, I like I've been guilty of inappropriate behaviors and I've felt bad about it and stuff like that, and I've and I've tried to mend those those things. But um, I, at the same time, wanted it to be more about look, it is the it is the power imbalance and the sexual abuse and, and sexual uh, whatever you want harassment, abuse, assault. Those are the problems. And absolutely, as men, but also as women, we should l- look around us and see if we can actually help the situation Well, uh, speaking yeah. up and feeling yeah. free to come out and making people feel safe to come out and all those things.
0: Yeah, the part of it is that I appreciate is this isn't a problem for women only, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's a problem for for all of us. Uh, the f- You know, the fact that when we actually do studies on this sort of thing, the fact that most of the victims are women doesn't mean that there aren't millions of men and boys. And so so when you look at it, it's like, okay, say like 70% of the victims are are female uh, assigned at birth and and 30 are male. Why do we even need to genderize that? Because something like 70% of depressed people are women, but we don't have to, we don't say... Depression is a female problem. We yeah. say depression is something for everybody. Yeah. The same same way, as being a victim, being being a perpetrator, uh, it's it's more men, but there's still plenty. You know, it's probably like eighty five percent or something like that. But yeah. there's still like again millions of women are on, on this planet right now who abuse people uh, sexually,
1: and and that's because I. It's also a different issue when you say. Uh, you know, are women being discriminated in the workplace or are they making less money or are they, you yeah. know, there's issues that we absolutely could segment out. Right. But I was specifically taking an issue with the, the, uh, the, the Harvey Weinstein story comes out. Yes, men, men are the problem, women are the victims because just shortly after we start hearing these stories right. of men coming out saying, so, I was abused. Now, sexism is a part of this and paternalism is a part of this yeah. and,
0: and the fact that, paternalism has led to men being given more power and therefore able to enact these kinds of things but but it's it's a human thing and when a author says men come on let's go i consider that a call for for allyship yeah. you know and a, a call for like yes we are all in this together this is The other thing that I always – I don't know why my brain works this way because no one else seems to work this way. (laughs) But when I hear about a story about Mira Sorvino being abused by Harvey Weinstein, I don't identify with fucking Weinstein because he's a man. No. (laughs) I'm not like, oh, I'm a man, so I'm like Weinstein – I, I identify with Mira Sorvino because right. I'm not a monster like Weinstein. Right. So I don't understand why gender even has anything to do with it as a motivation
1: of like outrage and like, let's do something. Yeah, imagine that a news story comes out. A Colombian a gangster... Decapitated three people in a drug-related thing in the United States. In the and then I go well. I mean, you know, I gotta empathize with the Colombian here.
0: Yeah, like what? <laughs> or or I would have to go to you and say, "Come on, Colombian, stick up for the victims." Stick up for, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's it doesn't. It's like of course, <laughs> of course, I stick up for the victims. We're all in this together, <laughs> right. you know. Anyway, so I have a a patron email here, and the she actually was the main reason why I wanted to do the deep dive on this episode. I'm going to keep her anonymous. And I also changed the details of this email to mask her identity. She says, I was sexually propositioned by my superior in exchange for a promotion. I have never felt so powerless. I told a colleague I trusted and found out it had been happening to her as well. Whoa. So again, her superior comes to her Says, let's have sex, and if you do this, then, you know, I'll give you this, this promotion, this yeah. other position. And she felt powerless. And then so she tells a colleague, and she finds out that, that it was happening to her, too. We, we reported it. They moved him to a different department.
1: They moved and, him. <laughs> yeah.
0: And they launched an investigation. They interviewed me and many other coworkers. The person interviewing seemed biased against me. The whole investigation seemed like a cover-up. The man who, who harassed me was allowed to return a month later. He began to manipulate my co-workers to make me look bad. For example, he told co-workers that I have inappropriate relationships with customers. I didn't feel safe at work, so I left my position. Four months later, there is still no resolution. So, wow. I learned that sexual harassment investigation... The process of the sexual harassment investigation is a huge deterrent for anyone to come forward, and it's a, and it's a huge mm-hmm. risk on your career if you speak up. Yeah. So, why would our would a organization be like this unless we're stupid about this sort of stuff?
1: Uh, right. Like like by the way, it's not that recently victims came out and finally complained to Miramax Studios. Right. It's that they went public with it, right? So this is almost like in this case she should have tweeted and blogged about it, <laughs> right? And, and, and the and I think one of the main
0: reasons why we are even talking about it today is because of Donald Trump. Yeah, that's a good point. Because that whole thing became because when you get partisanship behind something, it gets it gets wings, you know. Yeah. And this was like October that's of true. last year and all and that tape comes out with Billy yeah. Bush and everything and then suddenly there's like all this talk in the media about like men in power sexually harassing there's suddenly like all this talk again yeah right and i think that was the seed that like was like well wait a second there's another dude that's that's doing perhaps even worse things and you know and i so i think that's that's yeah. what – I don't if, – if Donald Trump wasn't president, I don't – or if
1: that whole thing hadn't come out, I, I don't know if we'd be talking about it today. And sadly, so with someone like Trump, even if he weren't president uh, and things did come out publicly, the most that would happen is he wouldn't get another Apprentice show. If that – well, actually, at, I don't think so. Yeah, at most. Because – These things did come out. A lot of these, not not that, not that tape. Yeah, no, I'm saying now, in in the current environment where now people are starting to pay consequences. Well, that's
0: interesting. That's interesting because I've I've given that some thought because Trump had been accused of a lot of things prior to running for president last year, and all of it was swept under the rug for the most part by society. All of these people, yeah. But that tape was so it it wasn't like woman reports and you know it was it was him, <laughs> it was him talking yeah he
1: said yeah. that he just walks up to women and grabs them in the genitals that the the big difference of course being like that that's the easiest if he wanted to you say like i was obviously kidding but here's the thing if he wasn't running for president
0: yeah i suspect he would have been fried because the the right hates these sort of things just as much as the left does. Like this knows no partisanship. Everyone hates a guy who who does this sort of thing. You know, um,
1: I mean? you know, though. Uh, like I've seen a lot of cases where uh, these ev- evangelicals they come out. In many cases, they got uh, prostitutes. In many cases, they abuse, and then they they plead forgiveness. To the Lord, and then they are welcomed back in. Certainly,
0: there are. I've given this a lot of thought. That you have Woody Allen. You have yeah. you have a lot of definite people who have who have been apologized for yeah. in both liberal camps oh, and conservative yeah. camps in different ways. In the, and well, yeah. case in point, actually, Seattle, the Seattle mayor, right, who was a, uh, found to have had sex with a teenager, with minors, right? Yeah, uh, like years ago or something. Yeah. I have liberal friends who were totally defending him really yeah and I was like are you kidding me like but depending on what grounds because because he's gay one so what? there was well so How so they're like that? yeah right it, it's t- that's what I'm saying it's part the partisan apology knows no left or right boundary it, it's it's on both sides so my point is, is that if Donald Trump wasn't a, a Republican nominate, nominee you know especially for president my God, I I suspect that when that video came out, that there would have been uh, like Weinstein, like a five percent Weinstein reaction that could have actually resulted in Trump losing um, actual like media power. Because media that, power, yes, and, and maybe even like the end of his uh, of his. Uh, whatever sort of sliver of career he had prior to, you know,
1: I mean, I think what, what might've been affected, but I don't know if it would have, because then the, in the end it wasn't like, you would think that no one would now still have a Trump hotel or a Trump Plaza, but that's a a whole, but but because
0: he was attached to half of the country's uh, dogma and reason for living, then your brain ends up switching everything around and you make apologies, just like I saw liberals in Seattle making a I don't actually know the details of the Seattle mayor. And I, I just know that my impression was he, if he was a Republican, the liberals would have no problem frying him on the spit. You know what I mean? But because he was a, a liberal, they somehow were like, you know, can't we forgive him and stuff? And I'm just like, look, either either let's not – worry about politician's sexual activity which I would actually just prefer. Let's just let's just have them do their jobs. You know, if I have a plumber who had an indiscretion 20 years ago, I don't freaking care. Just just do your
1: job. Uh, but, 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 but what if the indiscretion was a rape? <laughs> then you do care. Well, right? <laughs> I don't I don't I don't care because it a lot of people have a lot of past.
0: So let's just put it that well, way.
1: Why why do we care about Weinstein then?
0: Well, I care about Weinstein because he's a criminal and he needs to be prosecuted. By, by. oh,
1: you're saying if this person served their time?
0: Yeah, if someone if someone did if a plumber
1: but this when is a plumber comes to the house, have not served their time. So so fine. Yeah,
0: but with politicians in general, the amount that the average American knows about the, the actual day to day work that we elect them to do is nothing compared to the amount of information we have about their personal lives and the amount of information we know about their random statements that might have nothing to do with their actual decisions that actually impact your life. Right. And so I would like to go back to a time when we just didn't know that much about politicians' personal lives and we thought more about how they voted, policies, blah, blah, blah.
1: I think you run the risk of people saying, I'd like to go back to a time... When Hollywood just did great movies and no. they didn't have to know so much about their personal lives.
0: No. Fry, everyone, sexual harassment and rape needs to stop. And by all means, raise awareness about it.
1: So and even by, if they're politicians, we should know, right?
0: If they are currently in the midst of a criminal sort of situation, well, for sure. But
1: Harvey Weinstein wasn't currently in the midst of a, you know.
0: So so let me clarify, yeah. uh, based on your prediction that I'm going to get hate mail. <laughs> When, if anybody, politician or plumber commits a crime, they that needs to be publicized and they need to be yes. prosecuted. They need to stop. Yes. If someone has done something in the past that is
1: interesting to us as... Well, if it's salacious, now I'm agreeing with you. Right. If it's just like, do you know he cheated on his wife t- 10 years ago? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, really
0: that, that's what I'm talking about. So yes. it's all that kind of stuff. The point is is that um, I don 't anyway, so who else in the media recently in the last year have we you know seen come out as being a sexual harasser
1: so Kevin Spacey
0: yeah what 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 do we know about his behavior
1: man this one this one was so tragic for me in that I. Thought the world of Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I've never understood
0: this Spacey worship. Uh, we we had uh, um, we have mutual friends who are like totally obsessed and have huge crushes on on Kevin Spacey, and I, and I've always just been like, yeah, I mean he's a good actor, but I-,
1: I just I've seen him in so many roles that blew me away, like his role in Seven or in Glengarry, Gary, Glen Ross, or uh, certainly in the first. Two seasons of, of net of the House of Cards, yeah. uh, and so when I when I think of Kevin Spacey, I've always thought, oh, one of the best, the best, well, so, well, some of the best to have played the game, oh. and I always imagined he was this like cultured, super nice guy. That's <laughs> what I always imagined. Yeah. And so when the first allegation came out from the rent guy, I was totally shocked. Is and, that Anthony Rap? Yeah, that he? guy. Yeah. I was totally shocked and at the same time I was like, well, do we know the whole story? Because then Kevin Spacey came out and he's like, this is horrible. If, if that actually happened, I can't believe it and I'm so sorry. So I was – part of me really wanted to believe him and be like, yeah, maybe that's – maybe there's more to the story. I don't know. Total benefit of the doubt. And then more stuff started coming out, and then more stuff, and then, and then more stuff. Stuff. Like stuff that's happening. Yeah, like, like, like in 2016. and yeah. 20, So then I was like, oh, shit. And then all the, the cast and crew from House of Cards, tons of stories about... I was like, oh, no, this is serious. Yeah. But then, then I got sad again, because what came out from his brother, did you see that? His brother uh, came out and said that he, the brother, was terribly abused heavily heavily abused by his father and that he tried to protect his brother and sister I believe and, but he's not sure he was able to always protect them so he doesn't know the extent to which Kevin Spacey might have probably been also abused by his father interesting it's, it's a depressing story yeah, so Anthony Rapp said that Kevin Spacey was
0: drunk and jumped on him and tried to have sex with him back in 1986 when Anthony Rapp was just 14 and Kevin Spacey would have been like in his 30s or something. Yeah, Kevin Spacey responded to the allegations against him on Twitter, saying, "I'm beyond horrified to hear the story. I owe him the sincerest apology for what would have been deeply inappropriate drunken behavior. I choose." And then he kind of goes on and says, "I choose now to live as a gay man." which was, and I remember the first time I read his response, I was like, I was like, Oh, interesting. Like the gay man bit threw me for a second. Yeah. Like it started out, I was like, Oh, he's basically saying, I don't remember this happening, but I'm not denying it because I'm gay. It kind of, (laughs) well, what he's saying is it kind of sounds like me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I, that he, he he wasn't like, Oh my God, it's completely ridiculous. I would never do that. He was like, I don't remember that. It was 30 years ago. But, and I'm really sorry if that happened. And by the way, I'm gay. And I remember like, oh, oh, he's coming out of the closet. That's interesting. Dan Savage comes out and says, nope to Kevin Kevin Spacey's statement. Nope. There's no amount of drunk or closeted that excuses or explains away assaulting a 14-year-old child. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Of course. That's that. Why would I? Why would I let him off the hook just for coming out as gay? Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I do know what you mean. Now, I've heard something that I have no direct knowledge of. But uh, I had heard that um, because traditionally of the stigma of being gay and coming out and all these things, that there were often situations where older gay males would sort of take under their wing younger gay males to yeah. try to like bring them in and, and things like that. Um, so I I wonder if a 26-year-old gay... Kevin Spacey, with a deeply troubled past, apparently, uh, was in fact confused and thought that he was just partying a little too hard.
0: Uh, completely different phenomenon, right? The a forty year old gay man who takes a twenty year old gay man under his wing, so to speak, yeah, is a far, and they have sober conversations and. And there's a lead up and a yeah, blah yeah. blah blah. That's a that's a very different phenomenon than jumping on a boy on a fourteen year old. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and then and then the other one is, um, it turns out. And I'm
0: guessing, just a side yeah, note, yeah. that Anthony Rap, if you really heard his whole story, my guess is is you wouldn't hear like, oh yeah, he was drunk and he just sort of pushed me down. And it was you know I was just like, I'm guessing he was. I, I'm guessing that. Um, well, it left him traumatized. Yeah, clearly. I'm guessing that Spacey, what there was more details to that whole situation and the vibe of it. Yeah. that made Anthony Rap feel. Yes, that's like uh, like terrified.
1: That's yeah. a good point. And and then and then actually, with all the stories that have come out, this wasn't an isolated incident. Right, he's generally bullyish. Yeah. Same it's, it's same with Weinstein.
0: Right, you have these people who get off. On abusing other people in addition yep. to sexually.
1: One, one of the things that we've talked about before is I wonder if things could be different for some of these people if as they're coming up, they are not only uh, allowed but encouraged to talk about their feelings, even feelings that sound Bad. Yeah, like if they were allowed to say, you know, I'm sort of attracted to younger people. I'm sort of attracted to men. I'm sort of this. I'm sort of that. I, well, that's I, I sort different of have than sadistic this. Sadistic feelings. I sort well, of have. Okay, so that. So I, no, I, all I, of it. Yeah, all I, of it. Well, all, think about all of gay. it. But, but like specifically weren't allowed to talk about being right. Gay. But
0: but, spe- but specifically to this episode's topic of yeah. of sexual sadism, essentially yeah, yeah. the the problem is is that typically sexual sadists. Do not have empathy enough to say I want to change this. You know what I mean? They don't have enough. They don't have enough empathy for other human beings to to
1: say like I don't want to do this to people. And, and that's that's fair. But just in the same way as it is irrelevant to the system, your level of empathy when they teach you the things that will get you in trouble, driving. Yeah, yeah. they just tell you. Yeah, you can't. Do this. Right. So imagine
0: that it's a, but it's a, but there's such an inner drive, right? There's such a, there's such an inner drive to satisfy this urge that, that it would be a, it would be a tall order to, uh, now might you invite some people who are like, you know what? I know I have this strong urge, but I would rather not go to jail. So, so, but so in that way, I would say, Absolutely, I've talked about this in other episodes before. That we need to have a, a different stigma around this, and we have we need to have more services, and more inviting, and for sure. But I'm guessing that even if we were perfect in that way, there would still be a, a fair amount of sadists and sexual sadists that would just be like, well. Uh, but i don't i like the way i am you know i i i like my pleasure zones yeah. I, I don't want to give that up you know
1: and yeah and and maybe it's not a winnable battle for for everyone or maybe even a sad majority but but i do wonder if you if you start the conversations young enough to where you haven't actually formed opinions like but i like being a sadist well i'll i'll i'll, I'll even take it back further and say
0: wouldn't it be nice if we helped parents who were abusing these kids in the first place.
1: Imagine, I mean, this seems so radical and so foreign. Imagine if a parent was allowed to come and say, hey, uh, my child is being abused by my husband, or even by me, right? That that would be the extreme extreme. And that that didn't necessarily immediately mean, like, what it currently means. Well. What
0: it, what you think it means. But I think it means. What you think it means is your kids get taken away. Yeah. But actually, that would never happen. Yeah. If a parent came forward and said that, CPS would be like, wow, good, great. Let's, let's work on that. And, and we will protect you because you are coming forward. Yeah. Let's help. But I think people don't know that. Of course they don't because there's this very, (sighs) yeah. This is very, there's a huge misunderstanding. There, in, in most cases in my world, As therapists, we are actually – we're mostly upset about CPS because they don't take kids away. That's the problem. In fact, I did a whole episode on this about CPS in which this kid ended up dying, uh, and it was because CPS was too slow. Now, the reason why CPS is slow is because they don't have the funds to actually pay for all these kids to go to foster care or Hmm. somewhere else. And so it's a matter of money as a thing. Wow. Um, but anyway, and and that's a matter of voters and taxpayers and political action to fund these sorts of things. Well, but anyway, my my um, my point here is that um, one of the biggest things, and it's proven in the data, that we can do as a society to improve on many of these ills, including raising Weinstein's and Kevin Spacey's, is to provide services to families to help them with with parenting with yeah. with eating with you know chores with yeah. childcare with it, when you provide those services and you and you do these longitudinal studies you see results in right. in less sadism less less depression less anxiety better uh, less dropout you know uh, less substance use you know all those things because yeah. there's so many parents out there that it, you know, the, the average abusive parent, if they had someone that they could trust that was helping them in a very real way, yeah. it's not like they're going to be like, hey, get out of my way. I want to abuse my kids. What, what would happen is they would be like, oh, thank God I have some help. And they'll just be less abusive because they're less stressed out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they'll be a little bit better behaved because there's a social worker around Man. or they'll be like, could you just take my kids away? Cause I'm really, and they take the, you know, there's so many benefits to having these services for families. And some of the services actually aren't even that expensive. Like you just have a parenting, like a five, a five hour parenting class over five weeks mm-hmm. with a particular community. And they, and they find that, and they and they follow up twenty years later, and they find that there's all these huge effects. Anyway, yeah, I just right? want to uh, getting back to Kevin Spacey, he's been, yeah, uh, House of Cards has been canceled, and to me, good riddance. I think you agree that the, the well, fir- no, I don't. Oh, like think about all the cast and crew, including her. Oh well, but in terms of me, as uh, uh, like, just as a watcher, yeah, like as a, as a watcher, sure. I'm like, yeah, no, I like that show. Was, the first two seasons were unbelievable. I would say like the first season and a half. Um, the first season was amazing. I'll, I'll I like
1: that. Yeah, I like the first. Season.
0: After that, I was just like, man, this has just gone complete. It was, I could tell the writers were like, we have to go into their relationship more. Yeah. And to me, like, that was never the excitement of that show. The excitement was this guy who is, you know, it, the first season was believable. Let's just put it that yeah. way. And he was an interesting character and he talked to the camera and he's like, and then he would slowly weasel his way yep. and he didn't have power too. He was like, right. he was just a nut. He was a powerful Senator or representative, but he didn't have like told he had to bow down to certain Yeah. He people. wasn't
1: ultra rich. Yeah. He didn't have absolute power in the and, Senate. And,
0: and so, and they had these, you know, these interesting scenes where they're, you know, on the rowing machine and, you know, him and uh, Robin yeah. Wright Penn would be like, smoking cigarettes and you know there's all these like really interesting and he still seemed like a like a human being yeah. back then and then after a while they both turned into like these complete psychopaths. The, yeah these just crazy people yeah. you know and so I, I just felt like they they got i it happens all the time with some of these writers i feel like they fall in love with their it's like they they, they crawl up their own asses or something you know what i mean they just like like uh-huh. they 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 get so disconnected with what is the the core entertainment value. To,
1: to be fair, though, uh, and maybe they should just say, no, I won't do it past two seasons or something. When you're asked, like, look, we'll just give you more money, but you need to write, like, more and more seasons, and the material doesn't lend itself, then it's just like, you're like, I don't know, I'm not, fine. Uh, we'll go to war with Russia or something, you know?
0: <laughs> right, yeah, or focus on another character, like with yeah. Fargo, for instance, you know? That, that show is... I don't watch it. Oh, it's so good. Is it? Each, each season is a completely different set of people. They're that, okay. that, that sort of related. And it's like, then, you know, you're free to, like, start like, over.
1: Like, The Wire was uh,
0: similar. Like, each totally. season focus on a different aspect. Right. It's like, yeah. the first season was all about McNulty. Yeah. And, and the kids. Se- and, and the second season had M- McNulty was in. like, a was barely in it. And I'd be like, whoa. Yeah. You know, McNulty was the hero. And they just, second season, like, no, we're, yeah. you know, we're, we're, if we focus on McNulty, we're going to run out of shit to talk about. Right, right. And, and Anyway, um, so let's take a break. When we get back, let's uh, wrap it up by talking about uh, this other patron email and a few other people who have gotten in trouble. you say, Bro? Yeah. All right, we're back from the break. Boy, this episode is really becoming an epic episode. Um, so just to rattle through here, we got Bill O'Reilly, Fox News. Fox paid five different women millions of dollars to, to be quiet about the sexual harassment from Bill O'Reilly. And then it became public and then he was forced to resign. It's. I want to point out, I'm pretty sure that uh, Fox didn't fire him when they thought they could get away with it. But when it became public, then Not,
1: right. And as far as I understand, he's now coming back with a huge contract.
0: Yeah. So Roger Ailes, the CEO of Fox news uh, became CEO when Fox news and Fox, the channel became uh, invented in 1996. He was accused of sexual harassment and he resigned last year and then he died one year later. We got Bill Cosby and all that kind of jazz. And we have Ben Affleck uh, who was actually really close to Weinstein in a lot of ways. He, he's trying to avoid a similar scandal because I think he's like looking at his past and he's like, man, I could get in the crosshairs pretty soon myself. And he's trying to come out ahead of it by tweeting and talking and, he, and he's saying, I've been looking at my own behavior and addressing that and making sure I'm part of the solution.
1: Yeah, but he's not. He, I think the problem with him was more that, that some people, like what's her name, felt that he hadn't done enough because he knew about some of these stories. Well, uh, no, I think
0: I, 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 I'm interpreting, and maybe I'm wrong. But my interpretation of it was he's looking back at his life, and he's like, "There's a good chance that I could be next in line on this on this string of." You know the Kevin Spacey Weinstein thing, because he's well known. He's one of those guys where rumors follow him around. Sure. Where he is a groper, and 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 so and then um, let's see Hillary Burton. Her, Hillary Bur- Burton
1: came out and said that he he groped her breast, and then Ben Affleck tweeted. But okay, but that's that's an example of like I'm I'm not denying she felt groped and abused and, and stuff like that. But it's like, do I imagine? that at hollywood parties with top hollywood actors with lots of alcohol and drugs flowing that breasts, was not where it was it was, were
0: groped. it was in the it's interesting you're going there with your head again this is that wishful thinking that keeps the status quo be open to the experience that we again you know at the very least in your mind go like well i don't know the answer to that well
1: i guess i would say what i what i would go with that would be like then i would expect thousands of stories for T- t- you know, thousands of people.
0: Well, what does it matter if Ben Affleck did it to one person?
1: That you but know, you were gonna about you were about to correct me about the scenario. I don't I don't know, actually know the scenario. From my memory, it was it
0: was as they were heading out to at an Oscar or one of those award shows as they walk out onto the stage or something, and he he just so grabbed he just grabbed her. He just grabbed I mean, her that boot. sounds way different. He doesn't even know her. You okay. know what I mean? And and so that kind of stuff. I I don't know the details. Uh, Casey
1: Affleck. In twenty, he, which, is, which it, by the way, and I don't know if you've seen this, but I've certainly seen this: um, the the woman that walks up to another woman and says, "Oh my gosh, I love these," and grabs them. That's not okay. I, I agree, but that seems to happen quite a bit. <laughs> like I've seen it in multiple times in my life, and I don't go to crazy parties all the time. <laughs> uh
0: okay i'm just gonna move on casey affleck 2010 two women who had been working on i'm still there that that infamous movie they filed sexual harassment suits against casey affleck one of the women claimed that casey affleck crawled into bed with her without consent while she was sleeping which is super creepy casey affleck was sued for over four million dollars and both cases were settled out of court for undisclosed amount louis ck
1: uh just today so, people have come forward. Five people have come forward. But that, that I've heard about that for a while. Right. I don't understand why the same stories all of a sudden are news. <laughs> right. But it, but I do understand. And it's good that it's finally like now sticking. Right. And that's another disappointing one. Like, I, I really like that guy.
0: Yeah. Um, so
1: Jennifer Lawrence and some other people are trying to get together
0: to call for an oversight committee in Hollywood to mm-hmm. to oversee this sort of thing. And I think that's great, but I don't think it's going to do enough because, again, we have a society that victim blames, and we have a a paternalistic agenda. You know, that little bit that you had in your head, I just want to point that out, of when I said Ben Affleck, blah, 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 that, that resistance that you felt in your head, times that, times 100, and that's like the rest of the country. You know, you're sure. open to it because you're enlightened. But the rest of the, most people are not. You know, most people right. are just, most people, their knee-jerk reaction is like, no, come on. Well, but actually, Ben t- Affleck is hot, and I'm sure you're at a party, and I'm sure, you know, that wait, everything wait, But, that but
1: you, I wasn't, and I, I do agree with that point, but I wasn't actually saying that. What I was saying is, if if Ben Affleck has been, I was wrong about the scenario. The scenario I had in my head was such that then I would imagine tons of guys getting in trouble. And and probably girls too, like for groping at parties. That's what I was imagining, right? Not, but, to, but that's, but that's that's part of the whole thing of yeah. just like you in your head.
0: Instead of just being objective and being like, "Huh, I don't know the details. Who knows?" Yeah. It, instead of being like that, you're you're instantly skeptical of the of the account. You know, you're like, "Well,
1: come on." No, I, I didn't doubt it. I, I was more like, "Yep, I'm sure he did that." And I and unfortunately, I'm sure dozens of other guys did similar things.
0: Right. So there's this other thing that came out where they actually had a video of him groping someone and then people were putting that up. And then the woman actually came forward and said, no, it was, was it was fine. She was, she was like, she was like, he he wasn't abusing. Yes, he did grab me in that video, but But it was a skit. it, it, It was what? A skit. It was like a, they did they did it was a running joke between the two of them. Well, what her main point was it was consensual, you yeah. know what I mean? It was it yes yeah. he did that. Yes, that's a video, but it and yes, it looks like he's groping me, but it was it, I was fine with it was the thing. Okay. So, again, it's our fault for continuing to be puritanical and shaming about sex. So, and it's all fa- it's our fault for perpetuating paternalistic ideas about women. As I've been saying before, if if these women had been had been shot with a gun or stabbed with a knife or something, these women would would feel a lot more safe to come forward. There's there's just a whole different reaction in our society when it comes to this sort of thing.
1: I I that one I say like, you know, considering how many women don't come forward that they're being physically abused in a relationship, I don't know. I still don't know if that's it, if it's that's right. perhaps not as as readily to
0: come forward as as is what we would like, but but much more likely to come forward. Oh. Um, you know, there was that whole case of that guy on that, what's that British TV show about cars and stuff? And, yeah. And what's his face
1: like? Top Gear. Punched the producer. That. that whole thing was instantly talked about. And... Know. And most people supported him, and he's got another show that support, supposedly right. was doing better than the other show. Right. So, so I'm, I'm not saying I'm so, which is a counterexample to your point.
0: No, <laughs> no, it's not. My point is is that instantly it was made known. That's the point. Is that victims being punched in the face do not they're not afraid to step forward as much as if they were raped or sexually assaulted. Right. Um. Also, we continue to blame the victim. Uh, Donna Karen, a friend of Weinstein, she implied that the women in Hollywood put themselves in this position to be sexually harassed or assaulted because of the way they dress. A woman in 2017 in America said that the Weinstein victims were assaulted because of the way they dress. Now she came out later and apologized for it, but she basically, she, she let that right out of her mouth on, on like a TV show or something.
1: This is why we can't have nice things, because that's the kind of argument that you would see someone saying, that's why I need you to wear a full-body burqa, because we Mm -hmm. can't trust you around men. Alec Baldwin, he said, you know, as you were talking about earlier, that Rose
0: McGowan delayed justice when she settled her case with him, and Rose McGowan called Alec Baldwin a wee little baby man on Twitter.
1: What? (laughs) Okay, that's it.
0: Some of the Rose McGowan tweets are a little odd, but uh, anyway... Um, so, you know, just, just another example that I thought up off the top of my head in terms of evidence as to why our society is so screwed up about sex is the TV, the movie rating system. You have a movie like Taken or Captain Phillips in which there's, there's people shooting people with guns. The whole idea of Taken is a, is a father who decides to go kill a bunch of people yeah, and proceeds to do that. And there's, you know, there's, there's bullets, there's, there's you know Massive violence. rated PG-13 Taken and Captain Phillips are rated PG-13 Rushmore rated R (laughs) wait why (laughs) because there's brief nudity in Rushmore
1: what wait wait, I don't even remember the brief nudity
0: that's crazy Rushmore rated R Taken PG-13 a movie Blue Valentine with with, uh, Michelle Williams and and, um, what's his face yeah, there's a minor sex scene. Uh-huh. It's basically a, a movie, a wonderful movie about, I think patron Noel asked us to talk about this. A wonderful movie about, um, uh, God, what's his name from, from <laughs> La La Land. Oh, uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Ryan Gosling and Michelle Williams. They're, they basically fall in love and then they skip forward in time and their marriage is starting to fall apart I essentially. See. And, that's all it is, you know. Just a, there's just, a
1: little bit of sex, in and,
0: there. and there's a little, there's a there's a minor sex scene, <laughs> and it was NC seventeen. Wow! And they changed, and actually Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, fought and reduced it to R. Mm. So if that doesn't show you how stupid we are about you, you have movies where thousands of people are dying violently. That's okay for you know thirteen year old to watch. Yeah. You have a movie where there's there's brief nudity in Rushmore. Oh no 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 no! You got to be 17 to watch that. Yeah, uh, I think that says all I said. Okay, so I'm going to end here with an email from another from another listener here, and this is this is rough. So get ready. Trigger alert. Yeah, and I want to say that I googled her her story because it's in the news and confirmed it. Yeesh. So as I tell the story, you're going to be like, uh, what? And th- oh my God. this is in the news. Okay. Recently, I went through a major traumatic experience involving a therapist I was seeing. He sexually assaulted me. He threatened me and manipulated me, and I was terrified of him, so I didn't report him. I didn't know what to do. He ended up assaulting me nine times. Jesus I became suicidal and went to a crisis center and they finally convinced me to report him. So again, I just want to pause. If she had a therapist who had punched her in the face every time they met, I just want to say there's a greater chance yeah, that she yeah. would have
1: reported. That's it. a fair point. Yeah.
0: I became suicidal. And when I went to a crisis center, they finally convinced me to report him. He he was arrested by the police. When they asked him why he did it. He said, because I could. Ooh. He was going to be arraigned on several felonies. The day before the arraignment, he killed himself. What? Um, <clears throat> yeah. And there's so many details I want to tell about this story, but I don't want to reveal the sure. the person. I feel somewhat responsible because I reported him after his suicide. His family told me he had assaulted many of his clients but no one ever reported him.
1: What? How did the family know?
0: That is a very good question. Maybe like in the investigation. I see. My life has been consumed by this, and I was diagnosed with PTSD. I would like to live my life without the constant intrusive thoughts. Before all this, I was mostly happy with my life. I am not sure what would help me at this point. Wow. It has been a number of months, and it still consumes my thoughts every day. I have a therapist, but it's been a very slow process. I listened to one of your podcasts that was related to my situation, and it helped me. I'm glad that people are talking about it. When you go through a trauma like this,
1: you feel like you're all
0: alone. Any thoughts, Bruno?
1: That is, imagine you're going somewhere to get over things that are troubles in your life. Like I'm imagining, you know, I went to my therapist. And I come in, I'm like, you know, I had a panic attack. I, and then things start coming out. You know, I was abused as a child. And as we're going through this, my therapist starts sexually abusing me. Uh, uh, yeah. That is, it's like, it, it literally, literally is like going to the fire department that your house is on fire and they pour gasoline and light you up. Yeah. That is so insane. Yeah. I feel so bad for this person.
0: Yeah it's depressing it's the sort of thing it is much more common than i thought it was before before i had the podcast i i didn't hear about these stories yeah and i become a, a bit of a lightning rod for these stories and and you know i don't know the prevalence but in terms of like the exact prevalence but i have looked into some of the research but anyway the, the point is is that this sort of behavior is not you're not alone Listener, uh, the as you listen to other podcasts, you know, there are other therapists who are doing horrible things to their clients, and it's awful. Yeah, what I'll say to you, listener, is you're on the right path, you're going to therapy, you're talking about it, it takes time to recover, um, and you seem to be on the right path. But make sure that your therapist is qualified to treat PTSD because. Not all therapists are. It's actually a very specific... To treat trauma, it's a very specific skill mm. that some therapists think they know when they don't know. Like, in the be- beginning of my career, I thought I knew how to treat trauma. Mm. And I treated... I quote-unquote treated people for trauma, but I sure. didn't actually know what I was doing it, and I actually harmed people in the process. Yikes. The last thing I'll tell you, listeners, to dot beat yourself up. You did the right thing. He was a criminal, yeah. and, and he needed to be stopped. Yep. And you did not cause his death... He caused his death. He committed su. He killed himself. He put himself in that position. Yep. He could have not put himself in that position. And also, it's quite possible that he had been suicidal
1: for a long time. It's like the guy from Enron that killed himself. You know, if you watch the smartest guys in the room, and it's like, oh, did he kill him? Is it the fault of the people that finally started investigating all the wrongdoings of that company right. that he killed himself? Right. <laughs> Now, it's a traumatic
0: event to suddenly realize that someone had killed themselves that, that you know, even if you don't like that person. Right. There's just something very abrupt about about death occurring yeah. so quickly that rocks us to our core. So there's nothing strange about you being rocked to your core. But for you to beat yourself up or to think that you're responsible or, or something like that is – is is. Uh, I just want to tell you, and I'm sure you know this, that that is not justified. Yeah. Uh, it's it's normal to have those feelings, but but that is not fair to you at all. You were a victim of something. Uh, you were a victim of a of a of a criminal who was very good at committing crimes. Right. He was very good at doing it. Had done it to a lot of people. He was very good about getting away with it. He knew how to scare people to the huh. extent that they would be they would rather just sweep it under the rug because you know and there's a lot of crimes like that yeah and honestly if someone walked up to me and said you know and, and like pointed a gun at me and said like give me your car i know where you live i'm going to kill you if you if you call the cops I can't tell you if I wouldn't not right. call the cop. You know, like there's a chance i will be like, um,
1: "You get scared." <laughs> uh, uh, well, it's, it's just a car. You know what I mean? The, the perennial example are mob mob outfits that right. that extort people for money. Right. So this therapist, it
0: sounds like he threatened you and and made you very afraid. And yeah. so it's totally you know the situation is screwed. You know, it's just like when a, when a criminal like this puts you in the crosshairs, there's no good answer. And anyone outside of you know, if you've never been victimized in this way and you're just like, "Well, why do you just report it?" It's like you don't have any idea what it's like.
1: Well, I can't believe this listener's bravery in actually reporting. Yeah. I know, it's great. That's incredible. Yeah. And I can't
0: tell you that I'm sorry that he killed himself, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm not uh, he obviously was very busted up about this and yeah. decided to end his life and, you know, I'm not saying that the world isn't Uh, A worse off you know (laughs) Uh, but anyway so what's the bottom line Berto about this epic episode
1: epic episode well um, it is it is a very interesting time we're living in when all of a sudden closets of skeletons are being opened and skeletons are falling out and people are pointing fingers and and people are starting to feel the repercussions yeah and it's sort of like, a, what would they call the Arab Spring when people voted? and it, This is sort of like uh a, a abuse spring or something. <laughs> but anyways, I, I think that's really positive. Um, I am hoping that at the same time we don't see a lot of uh, cash grabs, uh, attempts by people. Because, you know, I could also see people starting to, like the whole, Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, I got abused too. Yeah, yeah, I need some money, you know. Because that's just going to pollute and make it harder to discern who are the real victims and yeah, all these things.
0: That is very rare, actually. It happens for sure, but it's it's very rare that someone will come forward in, in that way. There's so many yeah, other ways to scam money sure, sure. That, that don't involve the consequences right. of
1: of all that. So, well, so I, I just I hope that people keep getting encouraged to come out and. And, and if there are currently people abusing their power in such a way, I hope they get scared of doing it and yeah. stop.
0: Yeah. Well, that does it for that episode of Psychology in Seattle. Thanks for joining us. Please take care of yourself because you deserve it.